0: In the white house president eisenhower signs the proclamation that makes alaska's entry into the union official nearly 92 years after lincoln's secretary of state bought the territory from the russian Tsar for seven million dollars
1: <laughs>
0: the alaska wild project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors Arbor Digital, the forefront of digital assets, cryptocurrencies, and wealth management. Providing a low-cost, research-based investment strategy for Alaskans looking to invest their hard-earned money. Visit arborcapital.io today to put your money to work.
3: Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com.
1: Total
2: Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers, custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience.
3: Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com.
0: TheTreeHouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives.
2: The Connoisseur Lounge, Alaska's premier locally owned and operated cannabis retailer. Located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. Their cultivated products include Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Superglue, and much more. Find them at theconnoisseurlounge.net.
0: AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska. Built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation. With exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full spectrum diamond sauce carts, and more. Ask your local tender about A-
3: tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at TheBaitShackAK.com.
0: Snow Pro AK, your snow and ice management company specializing in business and residential properties. They know what it takes to keep your property presentable and safe. Give them a call for a free estimate at 280-7098 or visit LawnProAK.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th handcrafted alaskan-made colonial ciders they also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E stop by today and taste an award-winning cider ooh, ooh, ooh. the caribou call
2: yeah my grab, grab like a. like i put a couple of these uh these Denali Brew IPAs, the Twisters in the in the fridge that were from like a hunting trip a couple weeks ago. Oh, they
0: look banged
3: they up. St- they still
2: got some shell spice on the top of them. Little meat juice, <laughs> like maybe grass. Some blood. And, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think I'll just drink
4: it. But it adds to the flavor. It Does It does. Yeah. it's still good. Now we are all double tested. I'm like, well,
2: that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what were you you meant? You were, what were you talking about there? As I stepped away to grab those cold shots, you were saying. Um, <sighs> John's PJ? Yeah. Yeah. Like you're. Maybe we were closing on it. I I was like, I had to up and go.
4: Yeah, nothing important.
2: Okay.
0: We're just talking how cool John Sturgeon is.
2: The coolest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He was actually. um, I felt like he was very comfortable and open and like it was casual and he was like willing to discuss the topics that we. You know, came across and it was he's super open. Yeah, and
4: that's like you could—he's one of those guys you could just sit down, swap stories with. Like a day wouldn't be enough.
2: No, you know what I mean. We could like hang out, talk, go have dinner, come back, have a podcast, and talk after. John,
4: can you be my Alaska dad? (laughs) (laughs) I joke, but I'm like (laughs) seriously. (laughs) Well,
0: anyone that's been doing it for like more than fifty years, you're just like. What a wealth of knowledge! Like, you you really can't tell this guy anything.
4: The fact like, that he's going, ha, yeah, has a moose camp that he's been doing with the same group of dudes, yeah, for, for, for that 40, 40 long. years
0: 50, is that what 52, 52 yeah. years, yeah. and We're it's not just dead. right around the corner. This is like up to Yukon, like way, way the yeah, fuck yeah, out there, out. yeah. And <laughs> shout that's, out to the haters because there was this dude who hated on one. On, I posted the video on the John thing and Can't John's like, like spitting love? facts. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's and, all he does. And, and just straight facts. And this some <laughs> dude is like, you should read up on what you're talking about before you do do, do, do do. And I just like No Bro, do you know even who you're talking to right here? Like this is the facts guy.
2: He's the guy that puts <clears throat> out the
0: report. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not officially, but you
2: know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he's he's really in the know.
0: Yeah, I, you know, Trust it, it's, that. it is our, um, it is our, uh, I don't know what the word is, but, uh, we're not responding to haters. If you have some negative shit to say, you know what I'm saying? I mean, oh, we but if we made it. a mistake, we if you, it, if you, yeah, yeah, go ahead and leave your haterism. But if, if you have something we did mess up, if we say something You'll acknowledge
4: wrong, acknowledge it. Yeah, you know? of course. Oh, if we said something
0: yeah. wrong and something was right and you correct us or you have some more info. Like today, um like we were talking about the spear fishing and then and yeah. then oh, that was and a then great AK response, Mountain dude. Man like sent us the link to like this is the season that on oh, ADF&G and, yeah. and I like reposted it. Like, yeah. I love that. That's and like And
4: even um I think same when John was here you were talking about uh that Kodiak hunt where that guide over there Cole Kramer that veterans hunt.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah And yeah, it yeah. ended
4: up being a Barney's pack that Kevin had like oh, custom made. Yeah. Or yep. And we you thought know?
2: it was an stock or whatever, and that dude corrected yeah. us like, "Hey man, some, that's all good, you, you know, know." Yeah, reporting. No, that's not there.
0: hating. I'm talking about hating. Like, dudes no, no, hating. no. What, what yeah. I what
2: I think you're saying you're welcoming on the correcting, so 100, and and, yeah. and like the the proper information and. You know, no, any you knowledge get, and thing you can get share. You can't 100% right all the time, you know? No,
0: and you're, I you mean, don't. we're talking on the mic for, you know, hours and hours and hours and hours Half and the hours shit. a lot of <laughs> well, times, we're <laughs> and we're drinking beers, like, we're not, we're not, like... And
2: for the record, and this is not an apology, this is just the fact of, like, Yeah. it's holding a conversation and a subject and all the topics, Yeah. it's kind of challenging, and it's a lot of fun, but sometimes things get a little blurred. Yeah. Get a little bleep, bleep, <laughs> <laughs> That's blurb, okay. Bleep, bleep. We're not perfect, no one's <laughs> anyway, perfect. No, you it's know? good. Good to acknowledge that, though. I, and I really appreciate when people have feedback like that.
0: Oh, the feedback, or if you have a little me, bit I'm more, like, oh, like a little awesome, bit more dude. insight on whatever it is we were talking about. Yeah. You well, know and that's Man.
4: bound to happen. It's like you have oh, people great, that are like experts in their field that come in. You know, yeah. it's like that's what your guys' job is to host those people and give them a platform to share with everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's yeah. kudos to you guys. And I know I said this right when I first came in, but this. I'm just so excited to see like everything that you guys have done already. It's so cool, and I'm just like, yeah, I know Daniel. We grew up together. This is crazy. This <laughs> yeah. used to be an Arctic flow, rapping and playing <laughs> soccer and shit, and now he's doing pods and like out yeah. crushing life, and it's it's really cool. I'm like, yeah, those are my buddies.
2: Yeah, That's that connection is place. awesome. Then the history. I was just talking about that earlier. I yeah. love that part. And it's I funny. just got to meet you Same. through this. Yeah, really. You know, and so it's like... May was the was like brings things sheep together. Show. Sheep
4: show was like yeah. our first hangout, and you and yep. Jack, and it was like, that was just an easy fit. It felt like, you know, I've known you guys for a while, too.
2: Yeah, I mean, that was... That was so much fun, also. The, the, it, it is really, and we've mentioned it a hundred times over, my favorite part of this is the networking that it creates with like-minded people that you're, what you love. Yeah. And it's like, holy shit, this is the coolest thing you could ever do if you're trying to... Really network and bring people together and 100%. bring awareness to all the, the stuff that we love to do yeah. and to preserve it and keep it going. And Agreed. Oh, yeah. dude, it's, it's mega huge.
0: Well, it, it kind of leads me to what oh, we were I talking about it. before we started recording on like, we do so much stuff and there's so much stuff. And then as we build these relationships with people, like for example, that, um, from the dip ship or, or, you know, or, or from uh, Chris out there at, at the archery place. It's like, you get invited to do all these things with these people. And it's like, Oh man, I, I I say, yes, I want to do it. I can, but you already have all these other things you already had on the calendar. So you ended up like not being able to take advantage of all these relationships. So, I mean, apologies to the dudes that invite us to go do stuff and full intention, full heart want to go do it. But like a lot of times, like, we already had something planned, you know, with the family or with the other homies or something like that, and but just awesome that 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 door has been opened and like maybe we didn't go this time, but we can go, you know, next oh, year yeah, or something. Totally,
2: man. Yeah, I think it's, I don't, I think it's a very open invitation usually to, whenever you can make it work, stay in contact. That's yeah. the most important thing for sure. Yeah. Um But yeah, it's it's really cool the opportunities it's opened up as far as just, I believe it. You know, you know, multiple archery shops and and first knowing firsthand the guys are running the joints and what they're about and just all the little things are man it's this year and a half has been blast yeah and we thank you for your support and like loyal listening and you're like in the know on all of them you give feedback i'm like (laughs) hell yeah man because it's like it's hard to keep up with all this right
4: well and that's like it it's true for anybody that you know that's doing anything small business whatever it's like you want to support it's like like share Tell your friends about it. It's like, mm-hmm. if you think something's cool and I love it when people that I know, um, you know, Oh, like, do you listen to that Alaska Wild project You And I'm like, Oh, why? Yes, I do. <laughs> you know? And it's like, I just love to see stuff like that, you know? And it's like, it's just about supporting your people,
0: yeah. you know? Yeah, Yeah. whatever it is, I mean, even whatever whatever it is, even if it's your kid's daughter that has a lemonade stand on Saturday morning on in the street, yep, like go support it, go, it doesn't cost you anything to go tell somebody about it, follow them, share it, like subscribe, whatever they're asking you to do. Like, that's easy.
4: That's a click. Yeah. Or whatever.
0: You're already scrolling. You're already doing whatever you're doing. Yep. You know? Yep. Yeah, I think it's great. I think it's great. Welcome to Alaska Wild Project, episode eighty-seven.
4: Good number.
0: Yeah, in the house we have uh, Emily Thompson. Hey, at a k e m y t, a k m mm-hmm. e t.
1: Old I- school on 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 m e t
0: on Instagram. Um, I've known Emily since I think you said you're fifteen.
4: Had to be close. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm remembering like indoor soccer center days. Like That's right. Playing open gym like blaring. Spanish music till like midnight just like getting <laughs> just doing the deal. Yeah.
0: That's right. That's right. That's right in the Ultima. Yeah. <laughs> with the black light going. Dude, black light and soccer ball hanging out yeah, on, on yeah, the yeah. Rear-view yeah. mirror. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> uh you have a long, long history as like Brandon and myself and Jack and Chad and these other guys that come and chat with us. Um, you have a really long Alaskan history, lifelong Alaskan history um let's let's kind of start at the beginning um you know growing up growing up like who got you going outside stuff or maybe you didn't do it back then
4: yeah um i guess uh born and raised up here you know grew up went to west um was always into sports and outdoor things like grew up kind of fishing, but never really was surrounded by like the hunting aspect of things. Like my dad didn't hunt. Um, my grand grandfather did. Um, but he passed before I was born. Um, but definitely was into everything outside. Um, but then like most, I feel like getting into high school, other priorities like sports, soccer, Um, going to college, stuff like that. So it really wasn't until after I graduated, um, from college and moved home. That was like, okay, home is where I know I want to be. I went to school in California. I was like, this is fucking weird down here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and i was like you know did a few extra you should have curricula- gone to school in florida <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it's a lot weird <laughs> did a few other extracurricular things uh after school that i know you're probably going to want to bring up um but it wasn't like until i got home i was like okay i really got back into fishing uh and that was like the main thing that kind of um sparked everything back into the outdoors for yeah. me you know and then um, my involvement with hunting didn't really start until about four or five years ago. So I'm a little late bloomer
1: yeah.
4: Um, in that aspect. But it was like, I know you guys have talked about this before, but it's like you go on one and you're either in or you're out. And I was like, fucking head first, cannonball, you know, like <laughs>
0: in all the way. We got a problem
4: yeah. here. I was like, great, one more like thing this. that is going to take my money mm-hmm. and occupy my time. Like, I am in for that um and then that's kind of leads us to now and even being in the fire service uh got surrounded by you know probably 80 to 90 percent of the department is involved in hunting in some capacity Mm. whether it's um for pleasure or they even guide um so i've got outdoors
2: people in general Like yeah, outdoors too, and right? just
4: yeah, like like-minded, you know. Yeah. Yep. Um, whether it's hunting or skiing or fishing or boat, you know, yep. you name it. Um,
0: well, let's let's address that. You're you are with Anchorage Fire Department, um, Engine Nine.
4: Yeah, I work at Station Nine. Um, that's off Darmen, and this March will be my seven years. Um, so I'd been downtown for like the first six. So it was quite a transition to get to go from station one to station nine,
0: but no hot dogs.
4: (sighs) I got to bring my own, (laughs) I got to bring my own cheddar dogs to work and I feed feed the crew with my own. Um, but yeah, that was quite a jump and I got lucky in my spot. The way it works is like a bid system and, um, Typically, people that end up at Station 9, you know, have anywhere from 10 to 15 years on, but I had a bid in, got a little lucky, and it was literally, like, uh, a day before I was supposed to go on a flight to Hawaii, and I got a text from a a battalion chief. He's like, your bid's good? And I was like, yeah, where am I going? And I had plenty of high bids at other stations, but then he was like, 9B? And I was like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, (laughs) And it was like, like, it has been um, really good for my mental health, I'll Mm. say
0: um is it is it more uh desired because you're dealing with less maybe like inebriated people and stuff from like the downtown like we brought this up several times on the on the podcast we brought it up with with alaska mint and and people that are ingrained in the downtown obviously you know i've been downtown forever
1: yeah
0: and that's so i was curious about that Mm -hmm. so that's probably like the majority of the calls that those guys and gals down there get
4: it's a grind um you know you kind of feel like, am I doing anything to really help anybody? Uh, there's, it's a crew of 22 people down there. There's a lot of rigs uh, that run a lot of calls and, yep. you know, some or are, are an emergency and some are, um, you know, I uh, slammed my finger in a door a week ago and now it hurts.
0: Um, <laughs> that's what you call this for? And people call
4: 911 <laughs> for some crazy things. Um <laughs> So that is uh, definitely probably the biggest change in going up to Station 9. It's like a lot more probably like six peop- sick people. Um, we're first into a lot of the accidents like on the highway, which is pretty gnarly. Yeah. Uh, and our, our specialty is high angle rope rescue, which is so cool. High what? High angle like rope rescue. What,
0: what was the second mm-hmm. word? Angle? Angle. Angle. Oh, angle. Mm-hmm. Okay.
4: Um. So it's like if they're... Um, along the highway if there's like climbers to get stuck oh. or somebody falls or you know we've got um, a mule it's super cool. My first shift at Station Nine, we like went up to Flat Top and just rallied these trails. And I'm like, "This is my job," you know. And it's like all six of us are on a mule, just like bopping around. A and mule, and your
2: Kawasaki mule. You're saying, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so- it's like a we a don't have smart. horse and carriage. I went straight to Columbia. Was <laughs> he was like, like, Damn, right. you guys got that
0: there. I was like, what? I didn't mule mule riding? Mules. Mules. I heard yeah. of Donations,
1: yeah. yeah. but the mule. <laughs>
4: so that that's super cool, and it's like this specialty is the most applicable thing to like all the things I like to do anyways, you know mm, it's like fishing, yeah. hunting, I mean, like we know our knots, you know, and like creating systems, so it's like I feel like that is a tool that will um just be relevant to my life for forever yeah. you know do you have a like, favorite knot um I know, I heard you guys say tie. If you can't tie, a knot tie a lot. That's my favorite. The a lot knot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's so there's so many.
2: Um, that is a solid solid. Usually one time <laughs> use knot. Yeah, and
4: then you got to cut it. Yeah, have <laughs> so your, your knife ready. ready. It's a one time use,
1: but it's efficient. Yeah, <laughs> I should say effective. Right, not efficient. Not efficient. Effective, <laughs> effective temporarily.
0: Yes, in the moment. Well, uh, how about this? What knot do you use the most? Oh, oh.
4: probably a bowline.
1: Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Bowline or like a clove hitch. Um, and just getting, yeah. I'm
1: shaking my head like I know what that
4: means. Right. I have
2: yeah. no with yeah. that. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I do those. You mean the one that day. goes around
0: like this <laughs> and touches and you have to cut it? <laughs>
2: goes around through loops. Uh, through are you guys thing?
0: over there um, in charge of whenever they have to do knick um, rescues?
4: We do get called and they usually end up being like, oh, hey, we're just out here on a walk, you know, and it's like there, there isn't really anything to rescue. Um, a lot of times we – I had been on a few downtown. Mud Rescue was Station 1 downtown. So um, there are often times when we would go down to the port or, like, kind of down in, like, the Turnigan neighborhood area with, like, bystanders or passerbys calling, and, oh, there's somebody out in the flats, you know. It's like they're going to get stuck. Um. That happened one time out at Station 9. Somebody called because there were two kids, like, out on the flats. They see the engine pull up, and they literally just walk back to shore. And it's like... Oh, okay. Job done. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good job. Good job, guys. Everybody have a good day. But, like, even, like, if Girdwood, if um, Girdwood goes on a call, like, we have to do what's called, like, a station Mm move-up, if we're on the ambulance, um, to cover their area while they're transporting somebody. So... That happens pretty frequently. What's
0: what's the percentage of uh, actually like fire issues compared to everything else?
4: Pretty low. I mean, I think. 10%? I think medical calls are probably 70% of what we do. Um, But like, it was cool doing this little station move up. We're just uh, kicking it along the highway, watching the board tide. It was a super sunny day and that was a perk, you know? And it's like when it's nice out. You know, that's not not a bad deal. Um, this will be my first winter, though, being at Station 9. And it's probably my first few weeks there. We went on a gnarly, like, fatality. Um,
2: well, that's too bad.
4: Yeah, and those happen pretty frequently. And the first thing that comes to my mind is, like, Shit, like, I hope I don't know this person. You know, because mm. that happens yeah. also frequently, you know, whether it's me or somebody else on the crew. Um, so that's a realization. You know, it's like with how many people we know that go do suicide runs or, mm-hmm. you know, are like jamming
2: back. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Small aircraft, all of it, Emily. I mean it's everything we're doing out here is risky when we're going just driving to the place. Yeah. It's yeah. just like I mean
0: it's and the suicide it's, run for people that aren't from Alaska. <laughs> Like, what does that mean? Oh
4: my God! Don't do that. That doesn't <laughs> sound
1: fun.
0: Uh, a suicide run is when you leave um, Anchorage or Wasilla or anywhere around here, and after work, and you run to the Kenai or the Russian River or even Pris- Prince William Sound. I'd say sometimes that could be a suicide yeah. run yeah. and get in some quick fishing. You fish, you get your limit, and some most of the times you're coming home at you know two, three, four, five in the morning in order to make it to work the next day. Brutal. So yeah. it's just brutal. Worth
2: it. Yeah, perspective is like off at 4, hooked up with the homies at 5.30, to Jam. the to the fishing hole at like 7.30, fish till 1 o'clock in the morning, maybe later. Or yeah, or you want to get that limit, get that limit,
0: and then hit the midnight, get that yeah, that next or, day or limit. Or even
2: if you're doing like a, a tunnel, trying to beat the tunnel at Whittier, and you do the whole thing, like yeah. any yeah. of that like 6 to, say, 12-hour hang and bang turn around and then have to go back to work the next day it's funny is the epitome talking, of a suicide run
4: talking about suicide i think like yeah. wes and chad were like one of the first people like once i moved home to like bring me with them and let me bike in with them to the falls yeah. you know to do a suicide run and i was like oh my god this is so cool you know and it's <laughs> yeah. like now it's just part of the deal you know yeah. i go do it solo or i like it's fitting try a lot and- in a
2: short Window of time.
4: And it's just so fun.
0: <laughs> I just laugh because I've done it so many times. Like I've come up with other words. I'm like, we're gonna slit our wrists tonight, boys. Yeah, I love slitting my wrist.
1: Honey, we're gonna slit our wrist tonight. She's like, That's okay. Suicide run. We're so emo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know,
2: and like it takes you like two fucking days to recover from them usually oh, it's like it's a hangover like,
4: i do have a cooler full of oh. fish i gotta deal with shit yeah you gotta deal
2: with that when you get off work already tired hurting and then like you gotta try and turn around like within a day or two for something else yeah right so oh, it's yeah. like the suicide run just isn't like a quick overnighter like it fucks things up for two and three days after yeah you put something off, or you that's committed to something. Short. I mean, it's that's like that you. adds to the suicide part of it, just like because you feel like doing that after a few fucks days. Everything of like, up, dude.
0: I wonder who came up with that that I, term.
1: I know,
2: man. Isn't that just something we all just kind of like
0: just been Just it. learn
2: because yeah. you do it and you heard it from somebody the first time, and then that's what they call it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's a good man. If anybody listening <laughs> <laughs> has yeah. any who, said it who first? dubbed
0: suicide run yeah that's a really good question yeah so um uh, d- just to backtrack a little bit so when you were going fishing um as a kid um i know that fishing to me as a kid was like going to russian river or going to willow or or deep creek we would do a lot of that um like river fishing i never really went on an ocean boat um i was almost an adult um where is that what you guys were doing
4: we, my dad used to run like a, uh, a lodge that he would fly into uh, on the Little Sioux. Okay. And uh, I mean, I there's pictures of me like holding little fish hearts, you know, and just like making them pulse in my hand. Um, but I was like young, Savage. like young, young. Um, and then like we would go over to Soldovia. That was like something cool. I remember like clam digging with my mom. Like they, my dad used to be a pilot and then there was kind of some other aviation people in the family. My uncle still flies. Um, And so it's like, we would go to some cool places, but I was like young, you know? Um, And then my parents split. um, And then those activities still kind of happened, but they kind of stopped a little. So I was like very young, Um, but it's like, yeah, it didn't kick back up until like way later in life
0: when you when you came back um and got back into like the fishing and stuff was it like who would you say maybe there's a couple of people that kind of was like hey we're going fishing you want to come and it kind of resparked yeah your deal
4: Wes was one of them okay mm-hmm. um my uncle who now lives in Arizona like uncle through marriage um he would go fish the Russian all the time. And I was like, that looks super fun. And I had like hot ass neoprene waders, you know, like not knowing like so frustrated. I couldn't figure out how to tie a knot, you know? And then it was like one of those, like once I figured out the system (laughs) of like where you're, you know, flossing and then like how much weight to get the drift. And it was like, once I like hooked one, it was like, Oh shit, this is, is you know? And then it was like, that's all it took. Yeah. And then, um, you know, yeah, I'd go bike in with Wes um, or like whoever, whoever I could find. It was like, who wants to go fish the Russian? Yeah. You know? And that was like kind of the main, main one for all, which is like.
0: That's almost like the springboard, I want to say. Because same thing Cause for it's me. Easy. Yeah. yeah. Because it's just like something Acceptable. that you and the friends can go, you know what I'm saying? And
4: struggle through it,
0: you yeah. know? Yeah. And, well, I think- you're going to get lucky probably and, yeah. and get one and then you're stoked.
2: Yeah. I think the the main attractant is that if you're a really good fisherman, out of the gate you have patience, but most people don't. Mm-hmm. So it allows for action. Yep. So there's tug back, Lots there's fights. You know what I mean? Sometimes obviously you go and you get skunked, but yeah. In general, right, I'd say it's um it's action versus yeah. like a slow trout fishing there, slow king fishing day. Well, it's, it's like
4: yeah, like you said, that's that's like the springboard because then it's like yeah. after that it's and like, years oh, well, of like that, that it's back, like then I know? then I jumped into like trout fishing trout, and yep. um yeah, you know, god, that's then the, like then
0: you just like split off in this crazy road
4: trout fishing, but then like then yeah. then I found out about the salt,
0: you know, and yeah. that's like actually, uh, can you move the chair in that? I think it might be covering it, a bit.
4: like. Going to going to Mexico and like fishing bonefish and
3: tarpon and permit, so bad.
4: And I am like, oh my god, I can be fishing in a like a bikini, yeah. Like, and I don't (laughs) give a shit if I don't (laughs) catch anything. You know what I mean? It's like I don't have on twenty layers. It's like you are sight fishing, so it's kind of like hunting, and you are just literally like walking the flats, like looking for looking for tails, looking for shadows, looking for whatever. And it was like, this is what's up, the salt fishing. So we did plenty, you know, the last handful of years, like
0: every. But that's a different kind of salt fishing. That's like a fly fish salt fishing versus like the like deep sea ocean style. Absolutely,
4: it's like you got your fly rods, you got your eight, nine, ten weights, you know, and it's Mm -hmm. like you hook a bonefish for the first time and you just, you know, like they're gone.
0: Like those are man, those are trips I want to do. My son is obviously addicted to fishing um and he has all these things he wants to do like bone fishing and red fishing he has all these fish he wants to get we're like i would have never even like i I see and i want to do it i do want to do it but like now i'm motivated i was like all right we're gonna go do it
4: right well it's like that's the best if you know people go on trips in alaska in january february to get out for the winter and it's like if all you need to do is pack an eight weight you know and some salt line yeah um it's there's plenty of diy there's this book that's called uh fishing the yucatan Mm -hmm. and it is very descriptive on like all these super cool areas that you can drive up to walk um and then i got lucky enough and um met a guy that guides down there and we've guided or like i've gone fishing with him every year for the last like two and a half years yeah and um you know, he's given us some sweet little honey hole spots, and he's like, "Don't worry about, don't worry if I see you. You know, I got a client tomorrow, but if I see you, I'll just keep going to the next oh, one." Oh, that's perfect. You know, and um, so it's like we've gone tarpon fishing with him, uh, bone fishing, um, and um, permit. You know, so okay. it's like permit and bone are kind of like you know you're fishing like the same waters looking for these fish, but I didn't do well the day that we went out with him um didn't catch yet it was just super hard even just to train your eyes to see what bonefish look mm. like in the water it's mm. like a whole yeah.
2: other element sight fishing at its finest time. Huh? crazy yeah well um, i
0: think that goes along with a lot of things um as we've been talking about like going to try to do like an arizona hunt or a coos deer hunt or yes. even if you just are like moose hunting as um am as uh, you teach your kids and stuff like that it's difficult to know what you're looking for until you see it once. Absolutely. And then you're like, oh, that's what it is. That's the size of it. That's that what it looks sense. like at that depth. Or like, for example, like we go and we'll, I'll spot goats and sheep all the time. Like all everywhere we're driving. I was like, oh, there's a goat, there's a goat. What? And they what? don't know like where, where, where. And then once they see it, whoever you're with, whether it's a family member from out of town or your kid or a friend that doesn't know. And then once they actually see it, then they're like, Oh, okay. So that's actually what it is or what it looks like. That makes sense. Yeah. So I could, I could think how that is the same.
4: That's how I felt. Um, like permit. I mean, I guess you could equate it to like, you know, people try and fish their whole lives to get a permit. Like people hunt their whole lives trying to get a doll sheep. Um, and it's like, I had no idea. It's like what I was looking for. Um, and I didn't get anything the day that we went with the guide. But the day after, we were kind of in a similar area, just like walking the beach. And it's like you're looking for them, like their fins, essentially, like kind of coming through the water. And it's like they are super spooky. So it's like I ended up getting uh, two permit right in a row. Like, the next day and I was they were like tiny little footballs but they come you know they can be like 30 forty pounds yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, but Quite it was like home. it was like it's hunting but like with a pole yeah with, with a fly rod and it's like I cast this little shrimp pattern like right in front of its face like probably five yards and then you just strip to make it look like it's swimming and it's swimming um, parallel to the shore then I, it sees that shrimp pattern and it just hooked a hard left and it's coming right at me and then so you're strip Strip, strip, and like just watching it all unfold right in front of your eyeballs is yeah. insane. It's
1: like a loose intense, huh? And
4: like sometimes they can get right up to it. They look at it and they're like, "No, fuck you, that's fake," you yeah. know. And then they're gone. Yep. Oh.
2: it's a but smart th- fish. But
4: this one chomped on it, and he was gone. And I was like ecstatic. It was so cool. Yeah. And then, like, no longer than like two seconds later, another small school of like two end up coming right in front of me again, and and then I hooked a second one. It's like oh, sh- wow. shocking. Shocking, and have never caught one again since. So,
0: did you keep? Do you eat though or you have to? You put them back? Yep. Yeah.
4: Yeah. It's well. catch
2: and release. Like that's the rule. Um,
4: I don't is think. That just so. what you're I don't think. To do? Yeah, it's but I. I don't just think you'd want to eat them. I don't think oh. there's a lot of meat on them. Um, oh, okay,
0: <laughs> now if you talk to my mom,
4: <laughs> yeah, right. She can cook You put anything. it back. You put it back. <laughs> what a waste! <laughs> now, why you wasted?
0: Come Somewhere. on, kind of save like me it's just heads. like a sport fishing. You know,
4: like some <laughs> sure. people, some people eat trout. Like, are you gonna like whip up a nice thirty pound trout on the? Oh, fish? <laughs> dude,
0: my mom was so mad. I was showing <laughs> no. her pictures. She's like, "Did you save me one?" I was like, "No, mm. we put them back." She's like, "What, Daniel, Daniel?" What are you talking about? Those are the best. <laughs> you know, she's like oh, all super mad at me because I didn't like savor this huge trout. I was right. like, well, for one, you're not allowed to keep it. Right. It's When it's that big. has to be 18 inches or smaller, I think it is.
4: But it's like, who's... I mean, yeah. some people do. You yeah. know, I don't.
2: <laughs> but... I mean, do you really... That's This is an f- interesting question, just straight throwing it out there. Like, who really likes trout? My mom. I think a lot of people. <laughs> I mean, I... I... Man... I like fish. I eat a lot of fish. I feel like I have a good palate. Have you for eaten fish. A trout before? Yo, yeah, lots of it, and it's not.
0: Well, it's depends. Just- who, I think I'm a little bit spoiled because I used to go with Kendo and my buddy Daryl, who's like a like French chef, and these dudes would like keep a trout and like do this th- thing. Within it, it was just like was glorious. You know was, what I'm yeah. saying? Just like he'd bring all the special things out and like his yeah. Hawaiian stuff and like do it all up. I never
2: like cooked a big one. It was always like actually the only thing I ever kept were lake trout. It'd be like say like a eighteen incher, sixteen mm-hmm. incher headed, gutted, and then I would cook the entire thing. Yeah. In tinfoil and I had several different
1: Oh, you got ways. pan fry.
2: No, I don't pan fry it. I I, I No, but it. I'm saying that's Oh oh that's the yeah. way But to me it was like you had to be a young fish. Not a bunch of meat, but enough that were are like, everybody can have a little taste of it for like an appetizer. And to me, that was always the best way to enjoy a trout, but yeah. to like slab it and smoke it all up, even though we did smoke Lakers a couple times and that was actually amazing because they're real um, oily. Huh. But I just think about like a big old fat filet off of a 30 inch rainbow is like disgusting, dude. That's like straight mush. How
0: about, <laughs> Come you on. you came to the meat party, right? Yeah. How about the homie Kyle, dude? I think he won the night everyone yeah. had all this like crazy like big Kyle. no 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 my other friend kyle <laughs> the other kyle um the admiral senior we call him uh kyle dang what is his last name
1: it's Any- kyle
2: kyle with the crazy wife right yeah 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 yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. scarlet and kyle i love scarlet. kyle Scarlett, scarlet shout out to you girl you are from another planet <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, she's, she's great. She's,
2: she'd be grinning if she heard that, too. Yeah, she yeah, knows. yeah. She's great. Eat party. She thought but, it was 21. Everyone has all 22. this. Like, you
0: went, dude. There's, like, crazy people had all this crazy, like, everything you could imagine. Deer, so muskox, bison, mm-hmm. this, you know, moose tongue tacos, and, like, all this crazy stuff. And this fool brought oh Camel Creek trout. No.
1: Smoked. <laughs> 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 I, was I didn't
0: like, know that. I did oh, not dude, that. he presented he it, it. He had it like,
1: <laughs> like a card. Oh, dude, yeah, he sold or out was the he card. Oh, he, he was so
0: proud. He was so proud, dude. He's like, I smoked this myself. I caught it right over there off a of tutor.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I just walked up and netted it. Did you try it? Uh,
0: I think I did. I think I, I tried everything. I tried. Yeah. I tried like this last time. <laughs> I, I mean, I've overindulged in past ones, and you just can't. Like, you can't do that. The, yeah. the trick of it is for for people that are going to come. Is obviously come hungry, and then just have like one tiny bite of have everything. It, you have to, or else you're not gonna be able to yeah, try everything. Taster. You know, and yeah, everyone wants taster. you to try, yeah, whatever they bring. And that's and you still can't do it. No, you have to like eat early. You know, like
4: have a break. Have let a break. It settle. Yeah. Maybe run a few laps. Come back round yep, two.
0: Yep, yep, and then come back and then like finish it off. That's oh. the only way to do it. But I thought that that was like the most original like thing I'd seen. That's, that's awesome. As I'm making the note, Kyle, smoked <laughs> <laughs> trout, Camel Creek, <laughs> Camel creek dude.
4: Creek. Camel Creek trout, get it right. <laughs>
2: uh, I mean, there's there's some really incredible fish in that creek too. Uh, between oh, that's why I grew up fishing
0: and, was that and Campbell
2: silvers, creek. dude. There's like really good fishing. Actually, <laughs> You're crying. I'm crying. That
1: like,
2: <laughs> I feel like I remember seeing it, but I didn't put the two and two together. That that was like I, I was like, oh, that looks like smoked trout. But I didn't, like, look at it. (laughs) That was such
4: a good time. Good job, guys. That was, was like, first annual. Like annual, yeah. That was a good turnout. No, well, we've done it
0: for years at my house. I remember you saying that. And it was always
4: closed off, like, sorry, bros only type of deal.
2: And shout out to Rena and her help. I mean, she really helped us put it together, found the house, the venue. Yeah. Got it all set up. So. I think I remember messaging messaging
4: Alexia like, What's up? Like can I come and she's like girl. It's like it's boys only. I'm like, that's some bullshit. <laughs> I'm in Girlwood. <dirt laughs> <laughs> right? Like that's her excuse to get out. And I'm like, I'll be I'll be ready for next
1: year. Those
2: were the those were the pre the pre game those are the like the what do we call those ones, man? The, the, those are the ones before they're, they they starting. The prelims. <laughs> pre <laughs> prelims. before the main event. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, that's that, exactly that what was it was. Jun- that was a junior league meet party. We're trying to move up now. Big uh, Yeah. To move it got a little legs. rowdy,
0: though. got a little rowdy.
2: <laughs> that one year, man, downstairs, the garage, was like a high school wrestling meet. Nice. And yeah. it was like, someone's going to blow a hammy or an ACL for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are way too old for that.
0: <laughs> they just throw up everywhere. Oh, toilets jacked. Some dude's dude. passed out in this room. Some dude's in my Wiggies <laughs> in the garage. <laughs> just like. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, why
2: wouldn't he be? <laughs> Probably pissed in it, <laughs> right? Pissed on the ground. And was put on the wiggies to protect his feet. Yeah, no, those were those were the Patreon meet parties.
1: Old school.
0: <laughs> yeah, the Patreon. Yeah, exclusive ones. Yeah. Um, do do you, you know, I was checking out your Instagram page, and I mean, you do so much stuff, but back in the day, it was mostly soccer. And snowboarding then? Yeah. Or skiing? Snowboarding. Snowboarding. I, I think say. we I'd all snowboarded s- back then. That was like the cool thing to do.
4: For sure. Like started at Hilltop, you yeah. know. Um, and I just wanted to do anything my, my bro did. It's like, brother snowboarding. I want to snowboard. Brother's got a motorcycle. I want one too. Like yeah. I can do
2: that. That was at a really peak time. With hilltop, you know, with snowboarding in general, you would talk to Liscas and yeah. That was in the
0: heyday of borderline days. Yeah, Yeah. borderline.
2: I love going
4: into borderline. I have so many stupid pairs of skate shoes. It's like I don't (laughs) fucking skate. You
1: know what I mean? You still (laughs) have them? Absolutely. They're cabin.
4: They're cabin shoes now. It's like I got a row of DCs that like have never touched a skateboard. They're like putting on
2: slippers, man. Put those. They're so wide and like so wide. I'm
0: like, what am I doing? (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> those in my Jinkos back in the day. Oh, the
0: jinkos Damn. <laughs> Yo, there's those coming back though, man. I be seeing which, the kids. Which,
2: uh, which, which jersey did you wear though? That's what I want to know.
4: <sighs> Probably had an AI one. Oh, okay.
0: Probably or that. like. Right, that sounds about right. AI? Alan Irshen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was Alexius Dude. 76ers, man. <laughs> she loved
2: AI. So stupid. <laughs> so
1: dumb. But yeah, wink and shit. <laughs> just like what the a, first a,
0: guy, guy a, that had a like babe. a neck tattoo. Yeah, what a yeah. babe. <laughs> was, yeah. Yeah. yeah, stud for sure. Took you you out of
2: your shoes, dude.
0: <laughs> Did you play hockey back then?
4: No, but I skated, like, a lot. Like, my mom would take us to go skate outside at Westchester or whatever. Um, And then, again, wasn't until I moved back after college where I had a group of girlfriends that, like, have been playing on a women's league team for, like, 10-plus years already. And it's pretty funny. Uh, They were like, oh, well, we're going to go skate over here. Like, why don't you come? And little did I know it was, like, a tryout to see if I (laughs) can (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to see if I could skate, and uh, that was like, yeah, I think she's in, you know. So it's like this tight new tight knit group of gals, and um, so like after one skate, I was like, okay, sweet, I'm in the Sunday league, you know. And that was, you know, close to like nine years ago now. Um, and then the coolest part is like our department. We've got a morning skate three days a week, like where we get a sheet of ice from ten to eleven. Oh, 30. for the fire department. Um, oh, for
0: all God. of them. For all the boys.
4: Yes, and it is part of my language. Fucking fast. Really. I mean, we got dude that played all through high school, like juniors, college, like the Just show, out there like a, f- a few, you know, a few that played in the show, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they were up there. It, it is so much fun, and that is how I've gotten like better, you know, same with soccer. It's like, if you want to get better at something, surround yourself with people that are better at it than you. Yeah. Um, so that's yeah. why it's like, I played with, with the boys growing up playing soccer. And it's like, same applies for hockey. And yeah, it's so much fun. Like I've, I leave these morning skates are an hour and a half, um, like feeling like I got like hit by a Mack truck. I'm like exhausted, but so much fun. And then we've actually even, I've gone on a few trips, like where we go out of state, and play in tournaments, and that's a blast.
0: Oh, right on. Mm hmm Do they have to, like, make a team, or there's always plenty of people that are...
4: Plenty, plenty. So the way it works, um, everybody gets the opportunity to skate twice, um, the way our schedule rotates. Yeah. Um, and so it's perfect. It's, like, right after shift. It's enough. You know, if you get a late call, you can go home, grab your gear, whatever. So it's, like, start at, starting at 10, people kind of, like, trickle on the ice around ten fifteen, And it's, like, you just wear black or white. And um, we've got a guy that's in charge of getting goalies. And it's, like, sometimes we'll have, like, eight on the bench. And sometimes we'll have, like, one. Um, but it is so fun.
0: Do they have a – um? that just got me thinking – did there used to be like a fire department team that used to like play against the Aces or against the police oh, or I'm
4: something back sure. in Well, yeah, that's, in the day? that's like the guns and hoses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Do. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Uh-huh. And it got it got skipped up the last few years cuz COVID and whatnot. Um but yeah, that's a whole deal in itself cuz it's like they can only make one team and there's a lot of guys that are good. So, I'm not a part of that. I think they end up yeah. doing, like, a draft or something oh, okay. to, like, figure out, <laughs> yeah. which is funny, but it's, it's like... a pick off the wall,
2: like, you're on this team. I mean, but then I
4: think, team. actually, last year, I could be wrong. Um, I think they ended up mixing up fire and police because I don't want to say it was, like...
0: A one-sided mm-hmm. deal, yeah.
4: Um, but I'm actually going to be playing. I just got reached out to by uh, a guy at work asking if I'd play. There's, like, a Matsu EMS fire <clears throat> police... Game that's happening on um, November 26th out in the valley, and I think it's um, benefiting like girls' hockey or something. November 26th at the Menard Sports Complex, uh, doors open at six, game starts at seven, and there's like food, beer, wine, raffles, but it's law enforcement and EMS. um, But that should be okay, and the guns. Nice. It, but, oh, this is the, but this is a different one okay this, this is like one out in the valley yeah um and so okay. i don't think there's like a ton of guys from afd doing it um because i because i think it's benefiting like girls hockey mm-hmm. that's why I, I got asked to go skate in it oh but, okay but that'll be fun
0: well i know it's huge in like new york like I want to say like Spit and Chicklets did a thing with those dudes out there like oh, the really? fire like they do it at Madison Square Garden oh, like, I believe sold it. out like it's like intense.
2: Back up a minute. Were you suggesting earlier you said it was like one-sided so they mixed? Was that cuz the fire department was so, so powerful? Yeah, stacked.
0: Okay. Well, just wanted yeah. to clarify. Well, was, yeah, uh, this about. might be a weird statement, but I don't know. In my there mind, could be some police officers like what? No, I don't
4: know. Right, I feel and like I don't know. Psh, I don't know if they psh, psh, because anybody? I was not involved like whatsoever <laughs> in any of that. I don't know if they like, were I, I, like, no, we don't want, we don't want, we could do it or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> proud it's like you need some players guys. <laughs> like it was 8 0 and there's a big crowd
0: here
1: and
4: i can say that because i wasn't playing you know it wasn't me it was like guys that are like legit super good i,
0: I just think uh fire department people are more fit than police department people is that a weird statement <laughs> is, is it true I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not trying to like discredit any because any police I officers. Think,
4: I think that there's a varying scale, and it's like there's both on each. I think that there's okay. probably super fit people on the police department, and of course, there is. Of course, and there's super fit people on the fire department, but there's also the not other. Not fit. End.
0: Yeah, but I've never seen a not fit fire department. Like there's the image of like the hot fire guy, sure. you know what I'm saying? Like whenever the fire yeah. department would come to the school, you know all the lady teachers are like, oh the fire.
1: It's so, so know, funny, and
4: athlete. a lot of times at work, like I wear a hat or something, and and like or you know we go into people's homes and they're like, oh my gosh, thank you, gentlemen, so much. Like you guys are so strong, and I'm always like, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and then they kind of like look twice, like shit, oh my god, oh, like sh- I sh- didn't sh- see oh, you, yeah. or like damn, it's like yeah, I just picked your husband up off the floor, <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's gonna be fine. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's a pretty common thing. It's like just try and blend in. Doesn't always work all the time.
0: That came yeah. out wrong. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. APD. <laughs> I love you.
2: Well, I no, mean please respond I, 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 when I call. Is there, yeah. is there like a thought in your mind? Because I think I was picking up what you were saying. If I could kind of help. Well, I
0: just think I just think like like as far as like imagery, I'm not saying like a personal opinion. I'm yeah, just I'm saying not, as far yeah. as like the image that's kinda out there. Whatever it is, you just feel like you think of fire department, like hunk dudes, you know, like in shape hmm. dudes. And then I don't know why you don't think that about the police. I mean,
2: I have a, a neighbor that's a police officer and he's like fucking Jacked? Vin, Vin Diesel. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. he's a badass looking mofo. I see him in his driving you know throwing up the deuces I'm you're like, like well, bro i don't want to don't want tackle trouble. like three dudes at once <laughs> damn he's so hot look at my neighbor so like, nice come tank cuff top. me nice, nice tank top there john it's february uh, yeah. <laughs> but look exactly. how big my like, arms look <laughs> uh well okay so I'm, I'm not saying like the the judgy part that you're saying so He's calling saying. you judge.
0: Yeah, cool I'm not. I, it's not a personal judgment. I nah, think it's I just a like I, a public, like it's a perception. Perception, perception that's out like, there. My, okay,
2: so my thought is is like maybe the more like continuous or strenuous training that goes into wearing the equipment, running the equipment, all the rigorous training that you do all the time. I think about like the need for being in like premium or optimum as possible shape in your field because of the that what can be an extreme like physical demand of you in moments notice. Yeah. So, so not to take anything away from an emergency response police officer, but I'm just thinking about a police officer in his day to days versus a paramedic or firefighter in his day to days and the different continuing training that goes on that maybe you're a little more fit if you're running up and down stairs and carrying hoses and
1: yeah, the narrative, actually- right? Of
2: what a, like a firefighter is in which I no doubt that the, I mean, I'm right next to Pump Station 12. Mm-hmm. Not Pump Station, the Dirty Dozen Station 12. Yeah. I see the fire truck, the badass. Um,
0: it's not th- Pump Station? No, I don't what does think that it mean? is.
2: I, I think a, I'm at like an is oil that rig. Old school, yeah. Like yeah. yes. a pipeline. <laughs> I'm, I'm on a okay. tangent on it, but my point is, is, I see those guys running equipment and training all day, every single day. And it's like, damn. Like they're just yeah. sitting around, like shooting hoops and eating Twinkies, waiting for a call. Like, them sure there is time. Yeah, there's but, that too. But a lot. But of, I'm uh, just thinking, like, it just a lot goes into it, and kudos to to that. Is, a
4: lot is is training. You know, it's like you're training for what could happen, and you mm-hmm. know, yeah. um, just keeping up on everything and you know some stations have a different kind of regimen when it comes to training than others and that's a luxury that they kind of get to decide you know there's like there's there's um like department-wide training that has to be done annually but ultimately it comes up to like the captains and crews on like how regular how regularly they're like getting outside drilling doing doing different things and a lot of um, stations get probies every year so like new employees and it's like they've got a Book, a thick book of like checkoffs and things that, mm. that need to get done, you know. And so, um,
2: like that, training and hours and time you need to have
4: on stuff. Yeah, it's like on the job training, mm-hmm. you know. And a lot of times that benefits, um, you know, somebody that maybe has been on the crew for a while that's maybe getting ready to test for engineer or test for captain. Mm. Um, so it's like a, a full on ongoing. There's like, there's never not any training to be done, whether it's like online. Or, you know, uh, at the training center, running drills or, you know, even just at your, like in a local area, like area familiarization is like a big thing. It's like, mm, okay. if there's unique structures, like where you respond to, it's like, we should probably know about them, you know? Oh, okay. Um, So that's a big one. And just, you know, especially like with Hillside too, like with us, it's like, that's a whole other like can of worms. And every station has like a thing that is unique. To them.
0: Yeah. You know, that yeah. they
4: need to, I'm
0: sure downtown they're dealing with big buildings where there's, yeah, we do a lot of
4: high rise training down yeah. there. And like the mud rescue thing that I said, it's like, that's, yeah, that's one
2: that's really unique,
4: really unique. And you know, we've got tools, operation. tools, you know, um, for just that purpose. Um, so that's, that's a cool part of
2: specific like, training for it too. Right. Scenarios mm-hmm. and
4: things that you've done, but essentially it's like, we all work trades. Like we all work overtime, different places. So it's like, Oh, we all need to be ready to cross train all over anything, the place. Uh, Yeah. Everywhere. It's like, okay. I don't just work at station nine, you know, like I can work trades or I get traveled and work at station one, two, you know, one, three, five, seven, like anywhere. Yeah. Um, so it's like, depending on what their specialty is, like a lot of times if it's like station one downtown, it's a hazmat station. Um, so it's like, if mm-hmm. there's a hazmat call, they're going on it. Um, and if somebody, no matter familiar, where it is.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay.
4: Um, and uh, so if there's a hazmat call and you're working a trade from another station, it's like you'll probably respond. You might not necessarily do like all the tasks that are required of like a person that is on the hazmat team, but you're going to be helping. Yeah. So it's like you just need to be like fluid and like able to just take direction and, you know, accomplish whatever needs to be done.
0: I will say that I think that um, the <coughs> fire department schedule is the only schedule that's maybe better than the Anchorage School District schedule It's as pretty, far as work-wise.
4: pretty money. It's like, yeah, that's that's why I get to do all the things I get to do. You yeah. know? Um, it's called a Kelly schedule. So we work 24-hour shifts, show up at work at 9 a.m., and then leave the following morning at 9. So we have a day on, day off, day on, day off, day on, and then four days off. Um, so the four days off is called our Kelly. Okay. Uh, and we're able to manipulate like our schedule. Pretty well taking trades um doing whatever we need to do you know if people a lot of people are commercial fishermen or they mm. guide during hunting season or you know they travel a lot or whatever it's like that is definitely um one of the perks of the job is the schedule
2: the kelly Mm-hmm.
4: call the kelly schedule so it does it get
0: a little complicated because the hunting season is so short like uh, August 10th to September end of September is it, it can just like
4: yeah it's it's hard to get trades you know it's like yeah. if you didn't get your leave pick when you wanted it uh, a lot a lot of people are like willing to give a limb you know for like a shift mid August or um, but it's cool because not everybody hunts and it's like some okay. people some people want you know January February off because they're ski junkies go. oh okay gotcha or they um, want to go you Hawaii know or something. yeah so it's like they're more than happy to work August September. Uh, so that's that's a cool part too. It's like everybody's into what they're into, but it's not necessarily always the same thing all
2: the time.
0: Yeah, I like that trade thing. I wish more. Is
2: there uh, like trade partnerships? Is there like maybe oh, some groups where you're like, hey, this is like. A lot of people try and keep
4: trades in house. Okay, so it's like all all work trades from other, um, for and with other people at Station Nine. That just eliminates the need for like packing up all your gear and during like COVID mm. it was like four bags full of crap all the time, like moving to another station. So if you're doing it in house, you just get to stay. Yeah.
2: That's, yeah, that's way easier logistically.
4: Yep. And then you can pay back. um, Like I said earlier, like with a trade, like you work for them later or we're able to transfer leave hours, which is cool. Uh, I don't think a lot of other departments maybe do that. Yeah. Like you have to work for somebody. You can't give them leave.
0: When you see, um, the average person sees a fire truck and there's normally like at least four people in there is, is there a reasoning by the position of the person that's in the truck or is it just whoever jumps in?
4: Yep. Um, engineer, engineer is always the driver Okay, person in the right front seat is always a captain and then firefighters in the back. And then when it comes to an ambulance, um, there's bls ambulances and als ambulances so bls is basic life support and those are staffed with two emts so downtown we've got two bls rigs and that responds to the person where my fingers hurt you know
1: Mm. gotcha stuff
4: like that and then uh the als rig is staffed with a paramedic who sits in the right seat and an emt in the driver's seat and they go to things like cardiac events or traumatic injuries that potentially can require life-saving interventions
0: what about the um the one truck that's newer that has the dude in the way back?
4: Tiller. That's downtown. That's okay. pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, the first one I think the state has seen. Um and that one's that one's really cool. So it's like, yeah, the guy in the back is steering and those were made to navigate through like tight spots. Um, yeah, to swing that big. Yeah, time. and it's pretty cool. Like when we're taking corners and you know, like i've been the firefighter dozens of times in the back and it's like you're the engineer in the back likes to be funny and like cheeky and like swing over to the so right a little know. bit and like the person in the car next to you, you just see their eyes like going they're like oh my god like they think they're <laughs> gonna get ran off the road or yeah, something yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's pretty cool no yeah.
0: oh, and, then, and then obviously that's downtown because it holds the ladder for the tall buildings and all that stuff yep so there's probably tons of those in like Big cities where yes. there's lots of big buildings. Yep. we just have one here.
2: Correct. Oh.
4: Yeah, they're they're pretty cool.
2: That looks really expensive. They are. Yeah, yeah. that's why we <laughs> work so hard to pay yeah. for these. Like the yeah.
4: taxpayers' dollars, hard at work.
0: Yeah, Man, I'd rather
2: right. I'd rather have it and not need it than absolutely you did not have it. Right?
4: Yeah, it can it can like. get into some places and. Um, yeah, they're, they're they're pretty sweet. Well, I imagine
2: too, like any call that they can take to get it out and train guys in real life situations too, right? Is that also something that the department would like? I mean, not that they like it, but those are opportunities, right? Like where they can fire it up and. Oh yeah. Anytime where guys
4: Well, and that's like part of like our, our weekly checks, you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. as an engineer, it's like, you're putting the stick up at least once a week. Um, and that happens like on a Wednesday or whenever we do it now these days. Um, but typically crews will get out, you know, like once a week and do some form of of training on it, and yeah. it's like, especially because downtown, it's like the frequency that firefighters get to like rotate through is mm. kind of infrequent. So it's like the more hands-on people can get, it's like the better. And Station One is housed with probably the newest personnel, you know, coming fresh out of a acad- academy oh, and okay. stuff. Yeah. So,
1: right is that
2: on the one on Fourth uh, Fourth yeah. Avenue right there, like the new. Yep. It's newer. Uh, 10 years
4: Yeah, the
0: building's newer or kind of. So like our
2: administration
4: is attached to it and there's a museum mm. down there and the big tall part is like a hose tower, but.
0: You know Swarner? No. Uh, He's like uh, one of the accountant dudes or not accountant, but money dudes over there with sworn to secrecy. Sworn nice. boy, sworn. <laughs> nice. He works down there. Comes down to get some tools. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Spills the
2: spills <laughs> the tea. <laughs> spills <laughs> the tea. What, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was the truck called again? What was that called? Tiller. Again? The tiller. The yeah. tiller. Put the Putting the stick up, you yep. call that? Yeah. Tiller.
1: All right. I'm
4: trying to get the lingo down here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys need to come by and bring the kids and like come by station Holy nine Oh, see Dude, I would love to do that. Kevin just came by and brought the kids from Barney's the other day. Oh really? Uh huh. We've been talking about it like every time. Oh, my kids would love that. Anytime. Yeah. Oh man! He came by last Saturday with both the kids, and they just had a blast.
0: I mean, every kid I loves see.
4: that. At first, they think they do, and then they get there, and it's like, Ugh. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Everyone gets all kind laugh. of. Everyone, all, Kevin's yeah. like,
4: "What's wrong with you? Like, oh, loosen up, kid." <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing so, so hard, and then like towards the end, like they were having a blast, you know? Yeah,
0: jumping in there. Yeah,
4: absolutely, run around. I don't give a shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, it's
0: that's like awesome. you can't really
4: do anything. And he's like, "Don't touch this. Don't touch that." And I'm like, "Kev, it's cool, man."
0: Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, Damn, speaking really of Kevin, um, all the new merch, everything's over there at Barney's. Go over there. If you're looking for a, uh, you know, it's Christmas is coming around the corner. I hate to say it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the perfect uh, stocking stuffer, a little shirt, a little hat, um, some stickers, a hoodie or whatever. Go nice. over there. And um, we're going to take a break and we'll be right
3: back. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. Barney specializes in supplying hunters with the absolute best Alaskan-proven gear on the market for some of nature's most rugged and demanding terrain. Whether you're headed to the remote volcanic islands of the Alaska Peninsula in search of a brown bear, or the shale-infested glacial valleys of the Brooks Range for doll sheep, it is critical you choose the right gear for your dream hunt. Don't miss Barney's exclusive brand, Frontier Gear of Alaska, tested from the high mountains of Tajikistan to the extreme conditions of Alaska. These products were designed for high performance and durability. Frontier Gear was derived from decades of experience hunting big game in Alaska. Paired with other top brands, it provides you the absolute best gear selection anywhere in the world. Stop in at Barney Sports Delay in Anchorage on Northern Lights or check out their custom website and reference tool at barneysports.com.
2: Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers, custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. At Total Truck, you can find brands such as ARE, RSI Smart Caps, Goose Gear, iCamper, Front Runner, Rigid Lights, Rhino Linings Bedliners, and everything you need to outfit your truck or SUV. Alaska Overlander provides 4x4 vehicles and expedition trailers custom modified for Alaskan adventures and outfitted with rooftop tents, fridges, and all the camping and cooking gear
1: you need to start exploring. Visit them at alaskaoverlander.com. There we go, we're back.
4: So speaking of Kevin... I was just, uh, I was doing some running around today and I saw he made this post and new shop dog. Did you guys see that? Yeah, today? Yes, oh, I did. Oh my God. I was moments what away. Is it?
0: Some kind of doodle, but it's like a dark colored one. It's a golden doodle. It and is? I
4: like, I was on my way to my girlfriend's house to do a little gear check before our trip coming up. And I was like, scared. if there's anything that will make me flip a bitch real quick, it's a fucking puppy. So it was so funny Like I rolled up in there And like the employee Like I just walked straight back Into the office And the employees were like Oh my god Are we getting robbed <laughs> Like I was like Show Where's Show me the baby
0: <laughs> Yeah Show me the baby Where, where is the baby. baby Is it his new dog Or one yes. of the guys Oh he got He got another new dog Yeah And he likes get his hand He's got like three kids at home too and It was
4: I think it was mm-hmm. the, He said it was the wifey's idea But this dog was chill And it was like All curled up With the old baby The old yeah oh yeah with
0: the old guy you know i i i wonder about that actually that's perfect his old dog was good but sometimes those old dogs they don't want the young spruce coming around and like but he posted he posted
4: another picture later they were just curled up in the bed there piece in a pod and i was like two seconds later i was like rolling around on the ground with it and Kevin was like, "Uh, guys, this is Emily." <laughs> I just couldn't help it; like it was making me go crazy. It's a cute little dude.
1: Yeah, it
0: is. What's the name? Hero. Hero. Hero? What's Hero. the other dog's name? Hank or something?
2: I should know. I want to so say it's like I don't, Hank. I feel bad. Oh, I should don't know. know that. Sorry, I Kevin. I can't recall that he's ever said the dog's name. And sorry, Kevin, in call us call us. Tell us what it is. Well, I was just there, you know, a week or so ago. Yeah, his old lab's getting getting there. Yeah, it's. Yeah, he's there. I mean, it feels like when you're really a really hardcore dog lover, Emily, <laughs> you know about that. when't no that problem. it's like, I feel like is it easier to set yourself up by before. getting the puppy before than like the crushing after and then getting another puppy? Like, true dog lovers gonna get another dog either way. That's the yeah. reality of it. It's gonna be devastating. But it feels like it's there's like a better transition. Yeah, I like, think. Process when you do the young to the older, and then the old one gets like a little bit of like maybe revital revitalization revitalization revitalization. There it oh. is. Um, there for a minute because there's a young spry yeah, one around, and then so. the little one gets a
0: little. But he kind of shows them and probably nips them and lets them know. Yeah, the trains rules. them. Yeah. Let's let yeah. 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 how to be how I to can, be a dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're kind of in that position. Like, and and to to speak a little bit more on that. Yeah, Like we had our dog pass away and it was like
1: you're nice to not
0: have, I mean, I, I want a dog really bad, but it's, it was nice to not have to like worry about the dog when you're going on vacation or, mm-hmm. you know, that's just adds a whole another element on all these trips we're bringing it or does. we're doing, you know, but I miss it because when we're on the river or we're camping in some remote place, like I wish the dog was there, Having you the know, for obvious dope. reasons. Mm-hmm. your old boy's getting old huh yeah he's he got nine. a little gray there
4: he's nine his chin is silver and yep yeah, we just uh crushed symphony lake the other day though we did a 10 miler still has some
1: of those oh, in him
0: nice. nice have you started any cbd with them no they have really 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 um i want to say lance Mackey put out a cbd oh. thing that i gave to my dog once she turned like 12 cool. um and I know Jack gives some to uh, to to Brooks Ranger there, and that like once that you can tell like they're hurting after you go on a big thing like that, and yeah. they're just moving around. It's just little drops that you put in their water, hmm. and they put like salmon oil and stuff in there, and cool. the, it's like the dog is like a puppy again, dude. It, it's crazy. Hmm. They're like get their shine on their on their on their coat again, cool. and they're just like jumping around, and it just just kind of like revitalizes it. Okay. So when you see when you see them getting to that point, man, go buy. It's expensive. Yeah. It's like eighty dollars for like a little bottle. It's worth it. Hundred percent worth it. Yeah, they will like they see you pull that thing out. They're like, you know, right by the water, like waiting nice. for you to yeah, drop it that in makes there. Them feel cool. Yeah, Conno- it works really good.
2: Connoisseur Lounge Treehouse.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. A
2: couple local. I local wonder spots. if Lance is still
0: doing that thing. I that was the one that the, the lady recommended. Product,
2: I just know that they specialize in the the pet CBD and
0: Yep. Yep. Yep.
2: Um you have all the, the treatment? Uh.
0: Yeah. Are you guys going to get another dog?
2: Man, you would just talked about it today, actually. That's crazy <laughs> that you ask. Yeah. Well, um, one of the, the fellow hockey parents on my daughter's hockey team, they, like, rescued a dog down in Texas. And it was, like, this spotted – It's like, a spotted – I have to look it up, man. Um, it was, like, a Rottweiler Pitbull – or, I'm sorry, a Pitbull – Lab mix is what it looked like, even though that's not what it was. Yeah, and it was spotted, and it was like a herding style, oh, like dog. English short hair. Yeah, something. Uh, I forget what it was. I'm, I'm, I don't want to go too far and sound like an idiot about it, but the point is, is like it was a cool looking dog. It had a lot of cool attributes of like a good family dog.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It was like one of those things where it like I felt like I was over the dog thing, but it like sparked something. Yeah, for a couple of days, and I was like looking at him, and I'm like. Man, if I get another dog, I'm not going to like get a purebred. I'm going to rescue something. Like I'm not going to like I'm going to spend 4 grand and get a special like perfect dog. I'm not, not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying if I'm going to do it, yeah. It's going to like be for more of a cause too, right? Mm-hmm. Not just like fulfilling it, but back to your point, man. I I'm right now with how fast life is and everything going on like one less like fucking thing that I have to like uh account for to go do something. <laughs> Or bring or bring the dog, which is fun and cool, but that it brings its own challenges. Absolutely, yeah. on certain things where, you especially
4: like, when they're like a buck twenty, like Moses. <laughs> yeah, <So awesome. laughs> he's no lap dog anymore. <laughs> yeah, I had a hundred pound dog for ten years,
2: and it was like so cool to bring him around, but he was such a pain in the ass. Like he had to sleep with me in my sleeping bag and shit. It was like it was that bad. Oh, funny. Yeah, so for me, it was like
0: I'm good, man. I ain't trying. Got to get money. him his own wiggies.
2: Yeah. Like If I got another dog, like, it wouldn't get to sleep in the bed. It wouldn't get to, like, sleep on the couch. That's what they all say. It yeah, gets, yeah, 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 This
0: one's not going to eat human food.
2: <laughs> no, man. Like, no, because our dogs, when Rena and I got together, she brought a lab, and I had a, a Rottweiler Pitbull. Blended. We blended them, but, like, they, we cut the bed off.
0: Oh, which yeah. was like no like, room for you two and two dogs? no dude it it was, those big ass dogs dude, well we let it
2: happen for like a little while and i was like this is fucking ridiculous man like you can't have two like 100 pound dogs on a, a bed i mean you can but it's like i mean i'm sure anybody listens like yeah, we sleep with our dogs all the time it's like are you yeah. sleeping good though because i know no. the dogs are
0: <laughs> yeah the yeah. dogs are <laughs> <sleeping good.
2: laughs> nope. making yeah. all kinds of room but back to the point like Right now, I'm good, man. So, no. <laughs> okay. All right. No. You can borrow somebody else's. Yeah. I like, want just a dog bring bag. a puppy over and give me a fix
4: or something. Just go see just Kevin. Like, I said, Kev, this is really going to oh, be yeah. driving some traffic up in here. I know I hooked a hard yeah, lap.
2: Yeah. Dude, I have like at least, <laughs> and I'm not shitting you, minimum 20 neighbors a day that walk past my house with their dogs. Great. Borrow one of those. I'm like, damn, man. Everybody has one. I lost my and I'm like, I don't think I'm good. Kids okay. want
0: one. Oh yeah, of course they do. I'm, We're gonna get one. We'll have one soon. But
2: uh, hey, tell me though, man, cleaning up the yard—that oh. spring. Well, now
0: I got the kids. There, um, it's gonna be. I their mean, job. I'm the just the saying list. though, like when it's mm.
2: when you don't have that clean up. Part it looks nice. Mm. It is nice, dude. I'm not so much the night looking nice, just like not having to clean it up.
0: Especially the winter time when there's just layers and layers. Post winter is like as the snow melts.
4: Poop soup. (laughs) Poop soup. We call The poop Poop soup. Come spring.
2: (laughs) The landmines. Damn. (laughs) Just fertilizing. Gross.
0: Um. What's Emily's relationship status?
2: I saw that on the agenda. I was like, are you going to ask for that? <laughs>
4: you put it on the agenda,
0: you fool. Are we going to ask her that? Emily, yeah, man. Emily's the people want to know. The Emily's people want to know. Yeah. Emily's single. Emily's okay. single.
2: Okay. Emily's single. I do think it's an important thing to bring up. <laughs> it is. Cuz you are on in a international, national, widespread podcast. So oh god. Mr. Wright could be listening. You never know. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Emily over You're here fools. drinking ciders See in you, EW Studios, you fools. For the record, I wouldn't have asked you,
0: but I'm Jeff. I jumping don't believe on. Oh, this that is me. my girl. So she's like is, I know. So you got the history. You can ask her. <laughs>
2: yep. I'll just pounce on it, though. Yeah. <laughs> Add to it. Yeah.
0: What's What do you think is like, what's tough about it? Like being at where we're at now and you're like got your schedule and the things you're into. Like, I I, I can't even like think about how difficult it would be to like try to find someone to go and be able to like cool enough me yeah you know what i'm saying are cool enough for you how, how is that like is it are you doing the <laughs> online stuff or are you oh just kind of looking God. for like a natural like it'll happen i feel like happen?
4: i've tried i feel like i've tried it all
2: detailed it's, questions it, it, it the very, hard it questions really is
0: <laughs> yeah we didn't do this to john
2: oh, I know. <laughs> john you married john are you supposed to be
4: cooking chicken, john, go right, make now? That chicken right now bro <laughs> I feel like Sponges. because I grew up here, it's like I know like a lot of people like already, so that creates okay. a whole other
0: oh she might have dated him or somebody he knew knows right. something about him. Um, Life and
4: shit. and you know like my schedule's pretty wild, um you know, so it's gonna take take somebody that also has like a flexible schedule that you know can do all the things yeah. and um.
0: Is it a priority? I mean, is it like you're worried about, like, I don't say worried, but is it like, you're not like stopping doing all the cool stuff to like worry about it?
4: It's like, yeah, if I find somebody that just gets in where they fit in, like that's ideal, you know? And I think that's true for everybody. And I, you know, that definitely has created this space where it's like, if I want to do something, I can't just like wait for somebody else to take me to go do it. Yeah. you know and that's kind of been i don't want to say like the theme for this year but kind of yeah you know it's like i want to go shrimp so it's like i'm going to make sure my boat is ready to go out and like go shrimp and i'm capable to take it out and go shrimp uh you know like i want to go on hunts it's like i don't have and i don't want to call it a luxury or a crutch um but you know there's plenty of women out there that they just you know, they have their husbands or spouses or dads or mm-hmm. uncles to like, they plan the hunts they're going on for the year. Oh, gotcha. You know? Um, so it's like, if I want to go do something, it's like, I got to figure out how to go do it. I don't have anybody else doing it for me and yeah. I'm going to not, not go.
0: Yeah. You know?
4: Okay. Um, so that creates like an interesting, I don't want to say dynamic, but it's like, it's kind of on me. Yeah. It's like if I want to go do something, I better figure out how to make it happen.
0: Yeah. Well, that's good because I'm sure you're learning a lot too. Like having to figure it out yourself.
4: The most. Because like,
0: it, when you have someone that's showing you all, like you might know how to do what they just showed you. Right. But then you're kind of like pigeonholed and just doing that. Sure. Whereas if you're trying to. Well, they're taking f- the
2: lead on it. Yeah. yeah but if you're
0: trying to figure supporting. out something new or new area, a new thing you want to do and it's on you. you I know, I
4: don't have anybody else. You know, it's like I can. You know I've built like a few relationships over the course of the year. It's like where I've gotten invited on some awesome things and that's been great. And I try and reciprocate. Um, So it's like, you guys know Kodiak's coming up. I'm literally leaving Mm -hmm. on Friday. Mm -hmm. Um, This is like, I feel a little bit overwhelmed and over my head on it and I know Brandon we were talking about yeah. it the other day and yeah. like had um this one other person that's going to come not come like I would have happily like that would have been great for you sure. to come too but like yep. also part of me once so it's myself and uh two other women that um I think are badasses and have also never hunted Kodiak before and I feel I feel a little bit remorseful to my crew cuz for the last like a few months i've just been like playing kodiak deer and goat hunts on repeat you know yeah. like on youtube But it's like all that's on the kitchen table tv all the time yeah it's like i'm just doing my research to like mm-hmm. figure out the best i can and that's how it goes you know because i don't just want to go over there and like yeah a we're gonna have a fucking blast it's gonna be super fun but like i want to go kill some yeah, shit Yeah, you have a goal in too, too. you know yeah mm-hmm. um and I, that's, like, also, f- uh, like, a fine line. It's, like, people, you know, you want to go on these hunts and you experience everything, and that is great, but it's, like, we're going out there for a reason. It's, like, we want to come back with a harvest or, you know, yeah, and some good memories and all the things. But yeah. it's, that like, an this is going to be um, probably, like, I don't know, I feel like my biggest kind of, uh, like, sink or swim moment, you know? It's, like, I, I feel like I'm kind of leading – um, I like our little three pack here that's going over there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can all come back successful and fold a bunch of tags. But it's like, we're just going to figure it out. Yeah. You that's, know?
0: That's how you got to do it. Well, I will so, say that your group of girlfriends are all pretty much badasses. <laughs> um, I know that there's some recent divorces in there, maybe some single girls, some married girls, but you guys get after it. Like I've seen you, cause I know most of your girlfriends mm-hmm. and that you guys, man, you guys do it up. I mean, not only like Alaska <laughs> stuff, but you guys are doing out of state trips, but you guys are actually doing really rad Alaska things. Like I saw like you guys all went shrimping and you guys are all doing these other crazy things. Like how, how great is that?
4: It's, it's pretty cool. And I feel very fortunate that I like the shrimping stuff, you know, it's like that's anybody that's a boat owner knows that it's like quite a responsibility and a lot Mm -hmm. of a lot of pressure and it's um time time like you name it it's like maintenance everything um so yeah i got out to the sound a bunch this year and it was so cool to be able to bring girlfriends people out there from out of state like my mom you you know i got to bring my mom out to go shrimping um and it's just to be able to do that like Independently, like solo, yeah, like, it feels feels pretty good. Yeah, you know what I mean. um And e- even like the few hunts that I've done, it's like those. F- like I feel like pretty accomplished. Like just doing only like the few things that I've killed, but like the two this year, it's like I, I was the one that was like pushing, like, "Okay, let's go, let's go do this," or you know, yeah, like the goat. Um, yeah, you wanted to make it happen. Absolutely. And, um, like I said, when we were off air, it's like, given the opportunity, I have a hard time saying no, you know, we all get that FOMO and it's like, I would have had some major regrets, like (laughs) not, not making this last like goat hunt happen, even though it was like on a whim, it was like, gotta go. And like, finally something paid off, you know, fall was, fall was a rough Hey, welcome to
0: the the rough
4: fall I I know. Fall was a rough season for everybody. You know, it seemed like, you know, a handful. Yeah, and even if they were successful, it was, like, it wasn't easy. You know what I mean? Um, So that's, like, one of my favorite parts is just, like, sitting down, swapping stories, like, hearing, like, God, like, what did you guys see? What did you experience? What did you go through? It's, like, that's the best part about it, in my opinion.
2: Well, and I followed you – through and through, like, you know, you got into the black bear early yeah. for shrimping. I mean, you were getting out, like, all the time. And I was so envious of it. I've had seasons where I've had the um, privilege to get out with buddies with boats and enjoy that stuff. And so I could, like, relate to what you were doing. And, and it's been a while. And I it it reminded me, like, what cool shit's in our backyard. like
1: So close. Not that it's
2: been, like, that long. It's just seeing someone frequenting it. I was like oh, man that's so cool like if you have a salt boat and you have the access and the time and you got friends and and a team and you know your crew that'll go out with you cuz that yeah that is helpful well that's you, you the know, hard that's
4: like, that's one of the hard parts about any regular schedule it's beautiful like beautiful black um uh,
0: yeah i was just putting it oh up nice. there but bef- is this is that your boat um
4: yeah the landing craft the landing craft mm-hmm. one
0: yeah. that is amazing
4: um, yeah, the, really the hard cool part boat. is, yeah, it's like finding people with, um, also on a regular schedule that, cause I don't want to go out on a Saturday and Sunday. Well, it's when like, everyone else it's is a junk, yeah, yeah, it's a junk yeah. show, oh, so it's totally, like yeah. my prime, my prime is Monday through Friday, you know? Right. And a lot of people yeah. can't always make that work, but it's like nowadays, you know whether it's like the school district or like working from home, it's like people can kind of make it work. So it's like May was wild. Like May was our summer. Yeah. I feel like, and I yeah. just fucking got after it. Like skiing oh, so one day, cold, shrimping man. the next day. Yeah. Like making this bear,
2: you know, happen. That was. Really
0: Let cool. me pull up the bear real quick, and I want to jump. Well, it was into just that.
2: like cool that you were. You know, you, you, then there's like weather windows where. <sighs> You don't want to say no or like give up an opportunity of something because you're like, oh, I can't make it. I'll go do that later in the season. Nope, can't. It may not happen. So it's like when you have those weather days, you feel like a pressure. That's what's to like. Good. Fuck, man. I, this is this is the day. Like when you, this is the day you're supposed to go do this thing. Yeah. You know, the tide's right. The whatever's right. You know what I mean? It's
4: like. I had, yeah, I always picture. had, I always had mm-hmm. Noah pulled up. And it's like as soon as Whittier was like
2: 10 and 2. Yeah, look and at the sun. water back there. It's glass.
4: Yeah, that was 2 years ago. That yeah. was is like that,
2: two a, years or, ago? that was my first. That was the okay. first one, right? Yep. Yeah. It looks like an evening bear.
0: That is yeah, a beautiful It bear. was later afternoon. It's a big boy, too. Yeah. Mhm. What's your boat name? Brown
4: muzzle. Squattin dog. squatting dog. Yep. Mm-hmm. Per per my dad, aka Burley, he named it. Squattin dog. Squattin dog. But it's like, you know, people say, "Oh my god, you got so lucky on the weather," and it's like I go when the weather's good. Like, I didn't get lucky on the weather. Like, I looked at the marine forecast, and it's like, I want to go when it's sunny and 10 and 2 and banging like yeah. that. It's like, so that's when I go.
0: Do you have a slip, or you got to bring that thing home?
4: Um, I had it parked in a lot in Girdwood this last year, Um, and right now it's at a friend's house in Anchorage for the winter, but next year I'll probably just buy a dry slip in Whittier and leave it parked there.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: because that I mean works best.
0: Well, when are we gonna go forth? get some deer, though?
2: For real? Do you do you winter? Have you gone out in the winter in that? Nope. <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> we know some spots. Yeah, I had
2: to ask. It's just a, it's a different.
0: It is, but it just like things. anything, you got to do it. You know what
2: I mean? Yeah, that's very true. That's you got to get true. out there and do it. And we're not gonna go yeah. when it's.
0: You know, obviously you're looking at everything. Make sure. It's yeah, be, especially and especially it's kind time.
4: of a flat bottom boat like this, and f- fuel capacity is the issue. On this oh. thing, because my dad had it built to haul materials back and forth to our cabin to have it built out at Big Lake. Um, so it only holds 25 gallons.
0: Is there a good picture oh, wow. on here of it? Um, <coughs> I see some kind of angles of it, but... yeah, that-
2: that's the front of it. I see. So what are you packing, like 30, 40 gallons of extra fuel at yeah, like,
4: times? I have two 30-gallon poly drums mm. that, like, if I need to fill... You know, i mm-hmm. have oh, done that route before because it's like we've gone skiing out of the sound before it's like and then like, done, like a
2: 115 some One fifteen on it or something. One thirty. Oh, nice
4: Honda. Mm-hmm. Sweet. And that yeah. does the job, but if it's like loaded down, it's you're kind of plowing. And there's a slight V to it, mm-hmm. um, so it does okay in chop. But like I've definitely yeah. got like marooned in a few like, yeah, like that posts thing would, before. That thing
2: would love a one fifty yammy on it. It would love dual It would love oh, it a has bigger a, fuel it, tank. Does it, it have love... an extended transom off the back or are they they mounted right on the back? Uh
4: there's a, a transom on the back but it wouldn't be wide enough. I'd have to have something It'd have else to be modified. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
0: but, like how you have uh, the name on the um on the little life fest. that would
4: be, like, be burley. On, on, yeah, on the life raft? <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, that's way cool. That's a really cool like unique boat. Yeah. It is. That thing would probably kick ass on the Yukon. I've heard that a lot. Fuck, dude. Yeah. That's and not what those dudes run out there. And you, could, and you could put, there. like, you know, like, two Solars on the front of it and, like, gear and, and like, solar you front You know, and, and that's shit. one of those like,
4: things. I've heard that before, and I'm not opposed. I would just, like, need to make sure I had the right people with me to, like, make that happen. Yeah,
2: navigate all that. And um, we're going to have to throw an auxiliary fuel tank in that thing.
4: <sighs> yeah. <laughs>
2: 25 <laughs> gallons ain't going to
4: cut it. Absolutely not. No. Plus the 230-gallon
2: probably yeah, have not even enough.
4: like 455 gallons yeah that would be that would be a thing you know it's getting ready to put you know doing my recon like getting ready to put in for tags next year
0: oh i was just telling he was just telling me that too. i did the hard like three hour geek
2: well today. the draw, well, the draw you oh know, you man i did well both, so.
0: in three hours i only went through the bison and the moose and i just brushed on the sheep because i'm doing a lot hmm. of youth hunt stuff so I'm, like, looking up stuff for Mateo. So, like, and, you like,
4: looked up the supplement, like, from last year? Did you go that
0: No, far? I haven't yet. I haven't yet. I'm just looking at, like, what are the options right now? Where do I want to go? What can I do? And then There's I'll so go, much. like, it's... It's it and, and I'm starting now, which I've hole. never started this early, and I'm kind of happy that I am. Yeah, because I'm also putting in stuff for like my dad and like. Right. now, I'm like thinking like, why am I not putting stuff in? Well, for my and mom? I was
4: also doing some like reading on like all the whole thing about like the sheep meeting that happened last week. Like reading mm. all like the public statement comments on like depending on like what Fish and Game is going to do in regards to sheep like yeah. next year. Uh, that was super interesting, and it's like that's a whole other rabbit hole, and I've been like. Oh, you man. know, asking people like left, like, what do you think? What do you think? I just like want to hear people's like opinions yeah. on it, you know, yeah. and especially I- like at work, like I'm surrounded by guys that hunt, but then also guide also. So it's like a quite an interesting dichotomy of like, okay, well, from those two different angles, it's like, well, what do you see? You know, the common thing is like, everybody says something needs to change. Everybody agrees on that. Yeah. Yep. But then pinpointing, like, what what is what that is? thing? Does that what mean? does that look like? Right. Mm-hmm. Is everyone willing to sacrifice, you know, a few years hunting? And if it goes to the four-year or, you yeah. know, draw, it's like, I, I don't know. How does that going to work? Like, if we put in for tags this year, you know, they could, right, just change it, right? If there's, like, an emergency <laughs> order or these yeah. are the rules. Yeah. Like, you could be awarded a tag in February, and then when they decide, is it March? I don't know when they decide it's like okay just kidding that's uh, that's not going to happen
0: you know and on that topic i've been talking and i was talking with jack and i've talked with brandon and chad and if they go with that where it's like a break or and and you have to like do the four year thing which i'm 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 okay with I almost – I'm trying to look spend it on the positive way because I've been wanting to do these other crazy long, like, 10-day – like, you would a sheep hunt, but what if you did, like, a 10-day crazy, like, deer hunt? You know what I'm saying? Or some other crazy, like, caribou hunt where you're, like, going to these places where you normally probably wouldn't go. And these That's other awesome. opportunities where it's, like, you can still get out there and do, like – a Like an
2: epic adventure.
0: Exactly, exactly, but you're just going for something different.
2: 10-day-out-of-your-backpack style. Yeah, like like how
0: awesome would be to do a 10-day... And
4: that's the thing, not everybody's willing to sacrifice, you know, like going to hunt sheep every year. Yeah, the the mountain hunt. Right, which is a bummer, you know, and like I consider myself somebody that likes, you know, it's like an interesting... um, point of view like i wouldn't call myself a sheep hunter i feel like i haven't necessarily earned the privilege to call myself that because i haven't killed one but like i love mm, to go
2: sheep hunting yeah you don't have to kill uh, me, i i disagree
0: know? with that i think that once you've you've actually done it and especially you've gone on a couple like getting it is just like the yeah. smallest little like cherry on top you still enjoy the whole sunday
4: absolutely but you know I mean? man there's something about being that that one on the trigger, though, you know, yeah. it's like I've been on a few successful ones, but I've never been the one.
2: So, I mean, I think if you're along for the ride, you're a sheep hunter. I don't, I don't, you know, you, it would be unfair to tell a guy who's like grinded it out for five years in a row who hasn't gotten a sheep, but he's like waiting his turn because he goes with these other four dudes. Sure. He's got to wait then for the coin he, flip. He, right. Yeah. But he's <laughs> doing the deed yeah. and carrying the meat out and doing it. You're still sheep hunting.
0: Yeah. Well, it's like the guides so- that guide all, all, season and then maybe True. they get a chance to go on their own like they're still sheep hunting yeah like, they're out there helping other people
4: yeah yeah i just don't want to feel like a like a fraud or like a you know no. like, I'm, no, like i no so.
0: I, mean, I don't think i don't think so I, I, you you did, went through all the motions so, you so did the, yeah. the research so you bought the gear you outlasted yeah, you climbed you, you sweated you froze you you did it all you digital
2: preparation yeah. you, you sacrificed your time from family and work and like yeah you there's want all? the cherry though. I do. Who doesn't? Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's just a, when you carry s- some meat and a set of horns on your back out. It it is a very. Yeah, it feels good. Yeah, it feels like the top. Yeah, it's like the shit. N- nothing. You know. Yeah, because like carrying a moose sucks. <laughs> You're like, I don't really, really care about, that, about one. <laughs> that. I mean, certain kind of sheep kind of sucks too, but that really sucks. Yeah,
4: I had I Everything. had
2: like this like fantasy, you know,
4: about like when we were out sheep hunting this last year, it's like we got close once sublegal, but like we got close and it was awesome, you know, but like mm. the whole like hike, hike up, I'm just visualizing like, okay, I'm going to text this person, this person ram down, <laughs> ram down. Like oh, that's what's going to, you know what I mean? And I'm like You're putting it, putting it into, yeah. into the mother nature, putting it into the universe. Uh, you know, and that particular day, like we ended up sitting and looking at this one really close for a long time. And it was awesome. And we were like, couldn't make a mate, and that seems like a pretty common, oh yeah, common trend for this year. And it, it's some, some, some people ended up fucking shooting anyways. Yeah, that's you know? unfortunate. Oh my god, like, and I well, briefly read through you know some of the notes from that meeting and like seeing the amount of sublegal sheep that were taken um, by residents. Okay, you know, mistakes happen, but then like by guides. I was yeah. kind of shook by like the the percentage that well, were taken. Well, I mean, honestly, hunts.
2: the the pressure. Yeah, and then and then too, like, I don't know, man. I think there's something about maybe the um, the dynamic that's created when like you you two guys are on a sheep like that, and the shooter's like feeling good about it, but the guy watching it isn't. Or maybe the guy watching it is, and the shooter's not, and then like that mental game, and then I think sometimes it just gets the best of some hunters, where they they unfortunately don't let their patience and the what they know they're supposed to do, they, they don't exercise that judgment, yeah. sure. and then then that's where you get like guides are getting something. I think it's just like you sit and watch it long enough, you start to f- tell yourself, you see what? You How can see. I make it like? Yeah like a legitimate thing. And then now you're playing this mental like battle and that could be hours or days or whatever that you're doing this. And so I think to like, I don't know, man, I guess I'm not trying to justify it in any way. I'm just saying that if you are not disciplined in it, if discipline is not your first and foremost, like most important thing that you're thinking about before you pull a trigger, that's where that doubt can set in. You can, Make mistakes. Yeah. Like you have to know when sure. and when not to do it. And I'm sure a lot of those guys knew, but it was just like, God, but what a it shitty got the feeling best of to them. go,
4: you know, like what a shitty feeling to like either be like the shooter or the guide and you go to bring it in and it's like, nope, sorry. It's like, ugh.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, it goes back to like la- last like make year. Up.
1: Well,
0: even when you, before, like if you backtrack and once you decided and you shoot, doesn't matter like I was a hundred I thought I was a hundred percent sure that mine was legal when I got mine. Oh definitely. But even when you walk up to it, you're in your up, mind. You're oh like, oh man, God. I hope so. You still want to like know for for 110%. You yeah. know?
2: Yeah, because it messes with you like you're sure already, but then there's just this like natural sense and- of like I don't want to say it's like a sense of doubt. It just you just need that like confirmation and then once you uh, get hands-on
4: and you can count or
2: like okay, yeah like whew. Yeah. yeah it is like, like m- you could take a breath it's yeah. like even goes with like putting a moose down and, and counting brow tines and being like oh yeah i counted three yeah counted three for sure boom shot it you know you got to it 20 minutes later and you're just like uh one two three see see you like
4: see? see i wasn't crazy yeah <laughs> like
2: but it's it is again like you are sure but like there's something weird that isn't so sure-sure until you're hands-on. Yep. Yeah. And it's just amplified on sheep, isn't it? it has to be. Oh, it's 100%. like a higher, yeah. higher, higher risk, higher, you know, higher reward. Yeah, a lot of confiscated. And it's, I mean, it's a bummer to those that that happened to, but ultimately good on them for turning these sheep in and not just like, you know, taking them and up and, and, and blowing them up and throwing them in your garage and not saying nothing about it. Sure. Like, it's
0: cool that, like, but what a bummer for come. the dude that thinks.
1: But that that, yeah, well, that, that
2: was he a positive. Yeah, like way. he's
0: stoked. He can't he's gonna look, go he get, can't get a look seal. At that thing on the wall. Yeah. No, that, oh that's gosh. brutal.
2: Like I mean, that's that's the part I'm talking about. Is like, yeah, thinking it was all good and yeah. But I
4: think, then, I think you're, I think you're, I think you're right, Daniel. It's like there's so. I mean, granted, it seems like you know sheep's at the top of the pyramid, but there's so many cool things to do. You know
0: yeah like an epic moose float is like just a, a good mm-hmm. feeling as like an epic like Bar- sheep hunt.
2: barren ground mountain caribou hunt yeah things like that um, sick, you know?
0: there's a lot of other 10day hunts that you could do mm-hmm. that will fill that same need and and I guess relieve some pressure on the sheep if that's the if route. that's what if that's what they're gonna do sure mm.
2: um you're talking a four-year just shut it down, kind of well, like the Tote
0: deal. Like you, you can go in, but you're on. You can't go there back for four years.
2: Oh, you're saying though, if, if, you, you, if you take an successful. animal in 2023, you're going to you're forfeit for four years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Which yeah. I I, mean, I don't really mind that, that man. I, I, I don't really mind that.
2: I could live with that all day. I mean, especially if you think about like the growing popularity and maybe where you have groups of two three and four so it's like well if you're going with three or four dudes Great. then you're going, going to do with your buddy plan, next year yeah. yeah it's like that you dude's up and, dudes. and and then like now you're you're out and, and then
4: that's now, that that's not that much different than how it goes anyways
2: i mean that's that is how, how it
1: goes like, like, to i to mean in our yeah.
0: experience we went to the brooks range i don't know five years in a row yeah and you're it was on a batting order it was just like you're up you're up you're up you didn't get one we didn't get one you're still up sure totally and that's how it goes
2: yeah yep, i agree uh, was just, it's you know, just and better that's coming that way. from
4: somebody that's never even shot one before. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> I <know>? mean, that's <laughs> an
2: arguable like way, drawing straws, whatever the thing is. An old man taught me or suggested to me one time that a batting order was really just kind of the way to roll if you're doing something like continuously or annually.
0: Yeah. Well, or- then there's no weirdness. There's no like, well...
2: Oh, you just well, I want know to shoot
0: coming into one. it.
4: It's like you just you can't. Well, and I feel go yeah. support go support somebody else or take somebody else who's never been. Well, on yeah,
2: anymore. and yeah. I feel like it like gives that person that that moment, even if it is multiple seasons seasons in a row, you're still all experiencing it the same. I mean,
4: think of the buildup. I mean, we're already. Yeah. It's like you know, once a year type of deal. Imagine if it was every four, you know, or a- after every time you shot one, it's like how much more
2: excited?
4: Yeah. <laughs> like would somebody Decided be? or destroyed
2: may you be, but all good. Yeah. Right? Like it's.
4: Yeah. If you passed on one or whatever. Yeah. Passed, missed,
2: didn't get. I guess it's going to be interesting to see what the thoughts are on that. I feel like my gut tells me there'll be more folks with that mindset. Like, Hey, it's all right, cool. That that's a compromise.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's gonna have to be a compromise. Yeah,
4: and those that that don't, I don't know about it's like, draw. Well, you're, you're not, you know, you're not thinking about the conservation. Like if you know, people just want to go whack a sheep every year.
0: You can't. No, that's not, not everyone realistic. Can whack a sheep every well, year. some guys
2: can. can, and have, and are doing it. Yeah, but kudos to them that they're getting into spots and they're doing the work and they. Found the honey hole or learned the honey hole or whatever. You know?
4: Yeah. And and one uh buddy in particular, like he's shot a forty before and talked to him this last year and he was successful and he's like you know, it was it was a good sheep, wasn't a great sheep, but he's like, I will never like do that again. He's like, from here on out, you know, it's like they're looking for something special. Yeah. You know, and I think that's the more experience you get that's just a natural way that you gravitate towards to get evolution of your absolutely yeah. you know yeah. mediocre doesn't cut it or you know not that a, or, a a legal sheep is mediocre but it's like they understand how special the opportunity yeah. is and so it's like they're looking for that next
2: well and then you know the idea of just it's always in just the rule like take the big old ones right i mean that's it that's the ones to take out of the population Yeah, it's just that that is there's no like Anything you can't argue with science on that. They don't reproduce anymore. They're just taking food source. I do.
4: Do you guys know? I did have a question. I asked somebody, and they actually didn't know. But like, how? What is the age of sheep when they stop uh,
0: reproducing? Yeah, like able to reproduce. I don't know what that is. They they say that's why it's eight. They say it's after eight.
4: Hmm. Okay, that makes sense.
0: Yeah. So that's why they kind of made it decline after eight. Yeah.
4: Hmm. but I wonder if they still like the percentage do? of
0: sheep that even that don't don't even live past like ten is crazy right it's just like Down. big decline yep
4: hmm. Interesting. so
0: yeah, uh let's take a quick second we'll be right back. Hmm. Piss. The Treehouse AK, your one-stop dispensary located at 341 Boniface Parkway. Be sure to ask the bud tender about their deal of the day, because honestly, there's always something good on deck. And guys, listen, this is where the culture lives. At the Treehouse, their dedication to servicing consumers has been developed through a lifetime of involvement in the cannabis culture. They're committed to providing the highest quality products at whatever value your budget affords, while always maintaining the deep-rooted principles that have carried them this far. Their focus is on relationships over transactions, and you can always depend on them to treat you with the respect you deserve. Hit them up at thetreehouseak.com, and remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store. Tailored Restoration, 24-hour emergency
2: home services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Tailored has an emergency response number with trained professionals available to help you at any time, day or night. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, mat or Fairbanks. Make an appointment today at TailoredRestorationAlaska.com.
3: Since 2008, Serrano's is Anchorage's own new generation of Old Cocina. Their menu showcases the passion and love of their rich heritage and unique family recipes that have been passed down through the generations. Serrano's goal is to embrace and display trad flavors using the best ingredients that are available. They focus on making everything from scratch daily. In-house menu includes handcrafted corn tortillas, salsas, carne asada, and chorizo. But don't take their word for it. Experience their tradition and it's a bore for yourself. Locations on Tudor and Northern Lights, both with new tequila bars. Check out their daily specials at serranosmixingandgrill.com.
0: The Connoisseur Lounge, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. The Connoisseur Lounge is Palmer's first locally owned and operated cannabis retailer. Their beautiful store is located at 226 Evergreen Avenue. The Connoisseur Lounge has exclusive cannabis products such as Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Glue, and one of our favorites, sugar cookies. And if you're not into the flower, the connoisseur can hook you up with edibles, vape supplies, and a ton of CBD options for all your health and inflammation needs. Check out their daily deals at theConnoisseurLounge.net, or even better, stop by the lounge today. Remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store.
2: What was uh what was the gentleman's name? Uh, BHA.
0: Um the the new guy. Yeah. Uh, let me look it up. Really, I just want to give
2: him a shout out for reaching out and. Uh... And you were, you mentioned Emily before, what was their,
0: um, so BHA, this is the national and for people that might not know, uh, Backcountry hunters and anglers, um, they're having a photo contest right now on their national website. If you got some cool stuff. Um, and Emily was just talking about, she got a new camera for some of her stuff and I was telling her how Are I, 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 I like to submit. I
2: just got one.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, wrong one. Sorry.
2: I just got one. Like a. You know, I, I like just a I camera was, camera or or like a um what do they call that? It's uh, uh, an acronym, DDC or something.
4: I just yeah. had, you know after this goat hunt, I had some people be like, "You need to do something with those pictures," you know, and mm-hmm. the quality was decent but not good because it was just with an iPhone, right? Um, which most of us are right. taking our shots with. Yeah, so like, I, I pose, had a buddy at phones. work that's um, quite experienced in photography and he was like this Editing. is a good starter camera and so i was just like send me a link i'll buy it and yep. that's what i did and so i've just been dinking around with
2: it okay i haven't quite taken it out you're taking a kodiak for the first time yeah i mean like
4: those photos i snapped a symphony lake the other day i don't know if you guys saw those like that was with my new camera oh okay
0: oh sure. yeah i'll pull it up real quick um his, his first name is james um yeah he's I'm, a new he's I'm a new to put you on the spot daniel No, I just uh, james to... james um Oh, man, I'm going to screw it up. Sorry, James. Majetic, M-A-J-E-T-I-C-H. No. Is he Russian? Um, something. <laughs> You're something. James is something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matanuska.jim is his uh, Instagram handle. Anyway, he's the new coordinator for uh, Backcountry Hunters and Anglers, and just wanted to kind of give him a shout-out. Um, I, I And I pressed him, and I pressed Brad and Dave, who we had on the show. We need an Anchorage Pike night. Oh. And so I said Brad and I and I told James, I said, Let's do this, man. Oh, we right. got they have we, the pint nights. That, um, I think that's a great idea and it's a way to get people in there to sign up for BHA. It's every month, right? Have a night. Well, they haven't done it in a while. Yeah. And so I was like, When I is it? Like to organize let's, let's get it. the ball rolling. So cool. I texted Brad, um, uh, the big guy. He's yeah. I don't know if you know Brad. He is uh Heather's dude Heather's man um, um from Heather's Choice. Mm-mm. Um, anyway, super cool guy. Nice. And so he's kind of in charge of setting up some of the events out there er, around Anchorage. And I said, dude, we need this pint night. Like, yeah, now's yeah. the time. Cool. Everyone's back. Oh, no man, one's doing much. Everyone's ready for a pint. And he's, he said, he said he's on
2: Yeah. Cool.
0: Uh, what was I going to look up?
2: Uh, the camera, the symphony lake. Oh, symphony, symphony um, lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, lake, I just you know. put it on my story, but I can show you guys in person. Well, in, in previously we were talking about, um,
0: Airdrop it to me.
2: Okay. Oh, that photo right there, is that Texas with the sunset? Oh, is this where you're out there
0: wakeboarding? Emily does it all, man.
2: That looks so (laughs) sick. That's badass.
0: Are you? I'm going to airdrop. Are you just riding the wake? There's no line there? Nope. Surfing it.
2: Yeah. So, how do you get up? Oh, you get up and then you let go?
4: Yeah, brother's got a wake surf boat. So it's like technology these days push of a button like you can do the left side or the right side the ballast is in the back so it's like depending if you're regular goofy um yeah you just push a button and then um you, it, the the getting up is the hard part. Bless my dad's heart. He's 71 years old and he was like breaking breaking it down, like watching me do it, watching my bro do it. And he was trying so hard. <laughs> oh. And like, God, we wanted him to get up so bad. Oh, that was like couldn't, me when Taj I was trying
0: to it? teach me to snowboard or not snowboard, how to surf in Hawaii, sure. dude. I was like, I just, I just, I, just, I apologize, Taj. Yeah. I can't do it, dude. It's, I can't it's get hard, up on But like, this thing. once you
4: figure out the mechanics, it's like, You're laying on your back, the board's flat on the water, you dig your heels in, and as soon as, like, whoever's driving the boat just, like, gives her gas, like, you dig your heels in and kind of just, like, pop up? I mean, I...
0: I thought that wakeboarding was way easier when Alexia's family used to have the cabin out there on on Big Lake. Um, I tried skiing... A lot, and I, I would just do like the spread, do the Dude, this, like. Is that just? I just couldn't get, I couldn't get it. And then I was like, let it's me try the wakeboard. Some
4: leg growing strength for sure. Yeah, and
0: the wakeboard, it was like boom right away. Like you're on it. Yep, you got
4: it. Yeah, we do. I mean, because I got a cabin out of Big Lake too, and it's like I have a cousin that's got like a wake surf boat, and it's, it's so fun. The big, yeah. Like grew up like water Lake skiing and stuff too. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you? There um, so it is.
0: What's, I, I don't ever see you um, ice fishing, though. What's up? You I trying to get in on this?
4: I don't be ice fishing that much. Like, I'm not opposed to it. Again, like, don't put an opportunity my way. I can't say no.
0: I'm going to invite you, then you can't say no. <laughs> yeah. You come out with us and, and Dustin, and we go do, out for a weekend and stay oh, at one of these lakes and camp out there and, yeah. and fish all day and night and, and caribou calls. and Oh, fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's yeah, just like my, the, my
4: place at Big Lake, um, there's people that troll. All right, on the point of where my place is, and I've caught some trout off the deck before. I know there's been some monster pike caught out of Big Lake too.
0: Oh, that's great ice oh, fishing, it's out fishing out there! Yeah, it's really, really cool. good fishing. I guess
4: I'm just busy. I mean, not busy, but it's like my priorities are like backcountry skiing or yeah. playing, playing hockey. But like, definitely not opposed to like throwing another thing in the mix.
2: That's what I'm sure you could probably punch some holes right out in front of your place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people do. Yeah not opposed it's fun it's fun
0: it's, real it's fun. coming
2: that's right around the corner too in fact i was looking at the photo there that's the the lake's starting to freeze yeah it is right, right there. there that's
0: so that's Tiffany lake mm-hmm. where is that
2: uh up highland road
4: oh, okay so it's like five miles back was the trail pretty pretty slick oh my gosh did you there were these i mean monster uh bear tracks too like ev- like
0: oh still cruising around oh yeah
1: mm-hmm.
4: that was pretty neat um god one of probably like my favorite things to do in the winter is like you got to time it just right and like be ready to go just like anything awesome but it's like yeah. when um portage freezes over Have you guys skated out there
0: yes i go oh, with the kids yeah gosh. like in the beginning like right. when it's still clear and there hasn't been any snow and it's oh man it's so cool to like jump between the little things
4: jump between and like sometimes when those little snow patches aren't even there and you can ice a puck and it's just like miles Yes. like yep. Just like what? Forever. What cooler than A lot. I remember I was out there one time, and it felt like a postcard. There were people ice skating, fat tire biking, like kite sailing, like cross country skiing, walking, running, like you named it. It was just yeah. like Jesus Christ, just right this there. Is so
2: cool going on in one spot. Yeah, because of frozen water. Yep, yeah. and
4: like yeah. you skate all the way back it's to such the glacier, a cool area. and that's like a two and a half, two and a half mile, you know, skate bike or whatever you're doing back, and it's like. There's nothing cooler. Well,
0: uh, we I had Luke, Luke Mel in. I don't know if you heard his podcast. Um, he's really big into Nord. It's called Nordic skating.
4: I've seen that, yeah. And,
0: and so they're doing, like, really long-distance stuff, Crazy. you know what I mean, which is awesome. And obviously they have to um, portage over, like, some p- spots where there's yeah. snow or whatever. But I'm sure he's gearing up for that. If you guys aren't following Luke Mel, um, definitely get on his Instagram. Oh. I think it is just Luke underscore Mel. Yeah. Um, he wrote the um, backpacker the, not backpackers or, um, um pack rafters guy oh cool yeah he's just yeah, an epic Alaskan stuff the, he's all I share stuff as much as I can he he's always posting a lot of safety stuff um like quick water rescue yeah. ice rescue a lot of ice rescue stuff um which is important especially out mm-hmm. there ice fishing anything can oh, happen damn, or time. skating or whatever. Um, just his techniques and he actually goes and like, will fall in and like show the video of it and how to do Whoa. it and all that stuff. It's, it's rad.
4: There's an, another Facebook, um, group that I follow that that's legit. Like what they do too. It's like go around to some of like the ponds and they measure and like, they'll let you know, okay, this is good for skating. This one's a little bit, you yeah. know, You're actually going out and making you the need the to wait a few, a few more inches or, or whatever. And it's like that it's like super, uh, beneficial for like people that want to go out and skate because it's like i'm not gonna yeah. sit there and measure shit <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you're just gonna go yeah, thank gonna, you yeah. I'll, I'll just come yeah start <laughs> so so skating overflow frozen. like oh shit yeah i was out at um portage one of those times when like the glacier i always get this wrong is it calved caved
1: calved, calved. a
4: huge like it, rolled. it, rolled. Calved. it broke. off. a huge chunk came off calved. and like this was happening like under our feet, like on heat. ice. Yes.
0: Oh, I never experienced. It was that. spring.
4: It was springtime on like a Sunday, and somebody like um, had built like a little margarita bar and was like making margaritas out of like glacial <laughs> <latial> ice. Like <laughs> oh, it did yeah. not get more Alaskan. Like this is wild, and <laughs> yeah, like some of the ice was like broken off, but it was still like super thick, so it, it held. It held, but it was waving under our feet. I'm like, yeah. okay, we're too close. Huge sense <laughs> of helplessness there, huh? Uh-huh, yeah, some of what's-his-face rescue
2: techniques probably would have came in handy. Yeah, Mel's?
4: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: I'm not trying to fuck around and find out. I wanted to mention, too, so I was in Barney's in the spring, and he sells those Nordic skates.
0: Oh, the lo- yeah, yeah, the, the one long ones.
2: The long skates, yeah, mm-hmm. they're like a special...
4: Funny, I just don't know if I'd be able to like not wear hockey, skate. no,
2: want hockey no, skates. No, I no, won't.
0: Yeah, no, 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 yeah. no, we could not yeah. do that. But
4: like somebody else could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. No. Well,
0: Mel's Mel mentioned it's me, too cool it's like, for that. I don't way, wear Crocs either. Way less. <laughs> yeah, my dad wears
4: Crocs. That's why I call him Burley. Every time I post a picture of my dad, I'm like, Crocs sponsor this guy. He calls him his running, jumping, biking, kicking shoes. And then the, obviously the heel is the four wheel drive. Oh yeah. Oh, he yeah. and he doesn't wear anything else, and he won't. Transition to a new pair until his old pair have like worn, holes in the heel. Tell tell the bottom looks like the top with all the holes. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But it's like every year we get him new Crocs and they're just lined up on the top of his shelf, tags on. It's so oh, oh funny. that's funny. That's all he wears. I can't.
0: I just can't.
4: I and know. I ended up getting him these Crocs for his birthday last year, but they were like down. They're like a. Uh, have you uh, seen those?
0: They're like insulated.
4: Insulated, There's but so they like come ones, up like mid ankle, and they have a drawstring up top, and you slide your foot in. He just said they're totes. So he wears those are like <laughs> his morning Crocs when he gets up, and he has his afternoon Crocs, oh, okay. and like evening Crocs. Dang, that's just why crocked out. That's why I call him Burley. <laughs> I'm like sponsor this guy Crocs. You're listening.
2: Sponsor my dad. <laughs> yeah, come on. just lifelong Crocker, dude. I'm all about it.
0: What's the um? It. What's like? I mean, doing all this stuff and, and being a, a firefighter, like what's the what's the workout regimen, like fitness? Mm. Do you have something that is like every, I'm doing a class every this day, or, or are you just so busy that you f- kind of stay fit Good just question. with all the things you're doing?
4: Um, I, f- I feel like I use my time at the station um, and I've, since i've gotten a little bit older like figured out this is just as much of of an importance as like lifting as anything else but like the mobility mm. aspect of things putting your it's socks like, on i <laughs> couldn't do it i couldn't do it for what like i got back um you know i was out in the mountains for like a lot of august and then another week in september and then Like, I felt my body was kind of, like, nothing really happened, but I got back from this uh, trip. I went to Salt Lake, and, like, one day, I went over to put my socks on. I was like, what the... Like, my back just, like, seized up. Sounds like Never never happened to me before, though. I've always just been able to, like, rely on my body to make it do anything that I want to do. And um, so... When I was down in Texas, I saw my bros like PT guy and he like was grinding in my psoas and like ended up getting this like release for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that had never happened before. So it's like I, I'm realizing now, as stubborn as I am, that's like mobility needs to take like yeah. a kind of higher priority. Um, but like I do, yeah, a lot of different things like workout every day at work. Like I go to a CrossFit gym try to get out and in, in the mountains um hockey it's like
2: you're active yeah mm-hmm. like I'm not All good
4: right. I'm not good at just like sitting around you know and I got a dog it's like so he's a good ex, a good excuse like so I don't follow necessarily any particular regimen I just like to make sure I'm like Do going something. and moving yeah yeah
0: yeah I heard something that that's like really good as far as like um, Alzheimer's and for older folks. Like just. What are you trying to say? Keep moving. <laughs> I'm talking for myself. Okay. I'm Damn the, Emily, uh, how old are you? I'll dude? be the first shit. one there. I'll be the first one there. Hey, you don't ask that. I thought you said we don't. Hey, ask
4: he'll, he'll say that. Yeah,
0: hey don't say that. Hey, don't say that. that. You didn't ask John that. <laughs> John.
4: John's, uh, yeah, John's over here fucking moose camps at 54 years and hauling shit around. He's a beast.
0: Have you gone on any of these? Um, we have the girls from Soren Summit coming. Have you been um, on any of these? Um, I think the women retreats that um, like Erica's doing and Tana and the Soren Summit girls and also um, I forget uh, her outdoor journey uh, Courtney 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 so I don't think things, I told you Courtney's, things that they're doing Courtney's like, coming with me Oh she is Yeah on the Kodiak trip Yeah
4: Oh but that's not like a retreat cool.
0: thing That's like you guys No no doing no, no We're
4: gonna go fuck shit up Yeah yeah yeah
0: Oh really I, Is she gonna be in town for oh, a minute oh, I want to get her on
4: like. I think she's gonna stay at the airport because it's like we fly out Friday. She flies in Friday. Okay, it's just a quick.
0: Yeah, and I want to get her. So on. So
4: it's like that. That was one like I met her uh, on that second hunt that I went on this in September. That was her, you know, sheep hunt or caribou hunt. She just posted a video the other day. Yep. She awesome does some video. Some great editing. Like.
0: Yep, she's really good at what she does.
4: Yeah, um, and so you know she let me tag along, and so I returned the favor, and I'm like, didn't think she was gonna say she'd be able to. Um, but she was like, yeah, let me, let me look at some logistics and I'll, I'm going to see if I can make it work. So it's like, she invited me, um, on, or let me come on her. So it's like, I invited her to come on mine. Um, and so I think it's going to be great. It's like, I've only been on one hunt with her. Like, I don't know her super well, but it's like, we got to spend some time together in the mountains on her hunt. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. It's going to be super cool
0: have you been on any of those like retreats where there's like you know 12 girls or whatever
4: no i haven't uh and i've seen those uh, but i almost feel like your girls your guys'
0: girls group like we've been doing that before like became a thing
4: it's so funny because like i i think i said something to courtney when we were out i was like god those retreats are just like popping up everywhere Not knowing that she was also like had oh, one like on. oh yeah. Sitka twenty twenty three I was like oh shit you had one plan too yeah, yeah. my bad <laughs> I'm in I mean like that's a Tuesday you know <laughs> it's like yeah like that that's that's great for you know people that maybe don't have access to a lot of that stuff but I I feel like um you know the connections are something that's like probably awesome. Uh, but like we've got all the resources available to us like up here. It's like, you just got to go do them.
0: So you think it's almost like, uh, something that local girls that are obviously doing it all the time are putting together for people trying to get into it or like out of staters?
4: Maybe. Um,
0: I you think know, that's cool.
4: I, th- I think there's yeah, like there's, so, there's, many different capaci- there's so many different capacities and like people that ha- are at different points in like their outdoor or hunting or, uh, you know, like harvest, like whatever you want to call it. They're at like different points of, of that in their life. And, mm-hmm. you know, you know, I've, when I was like trying to figure out some stuff, like I messaged Tana a handful of times and she was great. She, you know, I've never met her before. Yeah. But I feel like we're quite like-minded, you know, individuals. So she was um, super helpful, like, when I had questions about, like, a rifle or, you know, like, a Kodiak, like, her Kodiak hunt, she went on. It's like, yeah, I think I'm going to go. Um, so it's just...
0: Is it almost, like, create a level of comfort as far as, like, because you, I mean, because you could have reached out to me or Chad or any. You probably have a whole bunch of dudes you could have reached out to and asked those questions. Yeah. But instead, you went to someone you didn't even know... But who you knew, knew what they were talking about. Sure. and Like, that's what I mean by that. Does it kind of give it like a, oh, let me just holler at homegirl real quick and see what she thinks. I
4: I think so too. But like, man, I was like, anybody that had any advice about anything, I'm like, yep. You know, and that was like the one thing I learned real quick is like people have their preferences on what works for them. You know, I'm not opposed to hearing everybody's input and advice on like what they're into and then like I'll pick and choose yeah. through all Out these of that, what pieces of advice on, like, what I think will work for me. Yeah. Um, And that's kind of, you know, just, like, seeing what sticks. And, yeah. Um, well, that's yeah. a great
0: outlook at it, especially when you're going down, like, the gear road, Whew. you know, which I, I'd love to get into.
4: Not brand loyal by any means, but it's like, what worked for you? Great. Okay, I'm going to try that. Okay, I'm going yeah. to try that. Or I mm-hmm. liked it or I didn't like it. It's like I don't have any loyalty to any one particular yeah. brand style or anything it's like because i'm like kind of that new like the last handful of years i was using hand-me-downs or backups or whatever this year it was like quite a lucrative you know year where it's like i'm i got all my own shit now and it's yeah. like mm-hmm. i like what works and if i don't like it i'm gonna buy something else
2: try something well else there's new. also
0: the angle of like women's um outdoor gear i mean it seems to be evolving and there's a lot more options out there now as far as like actual things that are tailored for women yeah. um, versus like having to go with um, some sort of like ski brand or climbing brand. Whereas now there's actual hunting brands like Sika or QU or I know uh, maybe Stone Glacier might have some stuff that's actually like tailored for like women.
4: Yeah. Um, the only women specific thing that I've tried so far is like a few kuyu tops. Uh, and I was into them. like they were cool. like I-, I guess i'm I'm not I don't like I'm not built like a like a typical like petite female, so a lot of like men's stuff does kind of fit me, and I'm yeah. just like, make it work. Um, and I think that's probably what a lot of women in the outdoors were like used to. Totally, they um, just like mm-hmm. yeah, you just make it. You just make it work. Uh, yeah. And I'm definitely not opposed to like once I'm ready, like expanding and trying other brands and, and new things that are geared specifically towards women. Like I think that's great. Uh, we need it, you know. Yeah,
0: there's a lot of room there. I yeah. think there's a lot, a lot of room oh, there for these companies time. to create items that are specific um, for women. You yeah, know? it's blowing up. Definitely, definitely. And there's not, I mean, there's been some on board, but I haven't seen that much. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. Well, I wonder if the demand is maybe higher now with like the growing popularity and hunting and the social media, social side Brand- of it or whatever. Are. Yeah, like not say. I mean, I think there's a mix of like people just wanting to buy the fresh, really good looking shit and out doing the stuff. Yeah. Or they're actually like buying the technical gear for the technical use. Oh, for it actually working. Yeah, and I think that maybe there's a growing the growing popularity has now spurred more of a demand for like the effort to put forth products and 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 do more designs yeah. maybe than before. Like in other words, there's more possibility it's going to sell versus if they made stuff before that the yeah. growing popularity might help sell. Well, you made and- a great
0: point, and, and Emily can attest to this too. Um, you might hear of something that. You like, or like, for example, if you're just like a weekend warrior, you're just going to go on, on the boat to go halibut fishing and and you want to buy this certain jacket that you heard was awesome, but that's not going to work on a 10-dayer where this is like the one you got to have. And I know that you told me, I, I don't want to bust it out, but the, the jacket that you bought, it like failed, 100% failed. That rain jacket that you bought back on your first like sheep hunt or whatever. Yeah. And I'm sure you've gone a different route, but that that's like all that type of stuff is like a part of it. It's a part of learning like what works for you, what works like, what's going to work on a 10 day sheep hunt in Brooks range is going to be different than what works, you know, in a different, you know, a deer hunt in July or whatever. Yeah. So it's, it's a matter of that. And that leads me kind of to my next question. Like what are some like key favorite pieces Mm -hmm. that you have now? And maybe something that you have your eye on that you want to like give a try.
4: Cool. Um, you know, early season, and it's funny, I know you guys talked about these, but those Barney's pants were yep. money, uh, and they were the, immense. The, p- the puffy ones? No. Or the- no, his
0: his uh, gray ones, his, like, hunting pants, synthetic ones. Synthetic,
4: oh, okay. four, like a four-way stretch, side yeah. zip, cargo pocket. The, um,
0: the so ones I hemmed too short?
4: Right, the <laughs> ones, yeah, they come, they come unhemmed. Um, so which you- is
0: awesome, which is a great idea. Great idea. But make sure that you get measured right.
4: Yeah, seriously, um, that was like a favorite for sure. Those are
0: like, man, I, I, I love those pants for spring and summer. I didn't rock them on the late later season because they don't. They seem sure. a little lighter Absolutely. compared to some other ones. But man, for like, I even started just like wearing them under my waders, like oh. for like mm-hmm. for like going fishing and the stuff like that. I've seen a lot
4: of people even wear it, like they're casual. Pants. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At the club.
0: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. We be clubbing. (laughs) We be clubbing.
2: Frontier Gear of Alaska.
4: Um. So those were some of like for sure my favorite ones like this August September. Um. I did just splurge on a Kafaro pullover from Barney's. Nice. That I like. That one is. Open for like the one that's there, like yeah. there aren't any. Did other you get ones. the
0: green one or the brown one or the camel? Are right,
2: you talking about the puffy with the like the um tougher it material on the power oh, has yeah, a cordura so a big I, I pocket, think those are badass dude. It's like a uh, like an anorak, yeah. yeah. Right? That is a All really, over.
0: really, really sick jacket,
2: yeah. So I
4: got that essentially like for Kodiak, thinking like okay, there's potential yeah, it's choice. gonna be super cold, mm-hmm. uh, like wet wet yeah I mean like I just want to be warm so it's like yeah it's money uh yeah so that's one that I'm looking forward to like really like trying out
0: yeah it's almost been too warm yet to bust it out
4: yeah like i was mm-hmm. like okay the other morning it was a little crisp i'm like okay i'm gonna go walk moose and i just had a it's t-shirt on underneath i was like oh my god moose we gotta turn back
0: <laughs> it's too <hot. laughs>
4: mama's sweating
1: yeah <laughs> <practicing>. <laughs> La- uh, lost parka oh lost yeah the, the lost parka
4: yeah that one's really cool yeah it's a beautiful piece like uh, that. i think uh, it's badass and then i did order recently um from kuyu they're amends but they're like a down full zip not like the major puffy i forget what they're called. Um, the but pants, the, mm-hmm. mm. but this will be the first time I get to try those out too. And I, those d-
0: are awesome for like now fishing.
4: Yeah. hundred oh. percent. Yeah. Under, under your waders. For all this Shit. like
0: late season trout and, and, mm-hmm. and steelhead and stuff like that. Oh, are yeah. money.
4: And with the full zip, it's like, that's a game yep. changer. Yeah. Yep. So like when you do overheat, which you will, mm-hmm. then you just yeah, pull you down can, your waders yeah. a little bit and you don't have to Unzip take, your boots it and take it all or the way off. Anything. Yeah. I am really, really excited to see how these sheep feet do
0: i want some so bad i need some my feet from soccer emily did you
2: did you take them sheep hunting already no or you're trying them out for the first time first time Oh, so it's
4: like i got them on this last one and i i love my crispy boots i got my crispy boots from barney's um and i have like the super feet in there Mm -hmm. because i've i've got like a really high instep um and so the balls of my feet like Depending on the terrain, mileage, like they just—it feels like they're getting stabbed with a knife. Right here. Yeah, right, right uh, on my balls. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <Right> yours is <laughs> yours. So feet. let's say
0: this is your foot and this is your ball right here. Yes. Oh my god.
4: Like in through the to- <laughs> like all yeah. the yeah. things. Oh
0: my. God. That's I have right the where same my balls thing. are. I think that's from wearing know. soccer cleats forever. Gotta be freaking yeah. copas. I get it too. And then if yeah. you accidentally like stomp <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the Copa moon yells,
4: man. Fuck this up.
0: And then if you accidentally like bump soccer your foot players, like soccer. forward ways,
4: taking on a rocker so oh, oh my god, it's like my. radiates up your leg. Okay, <laughs> so it's like I ordered them as soon as I got back from this uh last Courtney's hunt um cuz I'm like, okay, this is not going to go anymore. I can't be hiking around trail shoes. Like this is foolish. Yeah. Um and then when I happened to go down to Salt Lake City, Um, so I got the molds, you know, like, like he does. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. Yeah. The process. Yep. Um, so did the mold, sent it it back. back, Mm -hmm. Um, and I was down in Salt Lake and I hadn't like heard any dialogue back yet. And so I called up and I, Caleb ended up answering the phone. The guy that owns owns the small family run operation. I'm like, "Hi, um, my name's Emily. You know, I ordered some sheep feet, and I happen to be in town. Like, any chance those it ready?" He's like, "Oh yeah, uh, they're right here. Actually, I can kind of rush them and finish them up if you just want to come by and get them." So, go figure. It was like 35 minutes away from
2: where my gr- where
4: um, John Sturgeon's son. And my best friend live.
2: Oh, that's right. Cause in, he mentioned Texas. Uh, Salt Lake. Uh so like I mean yep. I, I'm still at Texas we were talking yeah. about on the brain. So he was like, Uh yeah,
4: I'll stay I got a meeting, you know, I'll stay a little bit late, just come grab him.
2: No. So I headed
4: down there, met Caleb at his at his shop and he's super hey, cool, I got to
2: shake his hand and yeah. see his operation and all see that. See the
4: operation small family run up, you know, like there was some older woman in there, like, you know, putting up inserts and things and I'm like, That's gotta be his mom. Like it was oh, it was cool. it was really cool and Um, you know, all the ones that I'd seen had like that camo footbed and he was like, after we chatted for a while and he was like, Oh, you're from Alaska and you hunt like this and this, he's like, I'm going to put these footbeds in yours. And they were like a blue squishier one, I guess. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, he's like, this is what you need. He's like, God, I've always wanted to come up there. I'm like, well, you got to connect now. Like if you ever want to come up, like hit me up, you know, happy to point you in the right direction at least or something.
2: He was a, he was a really cool dude. What a a cool, like, experience to get to, like, order a product and hear about it and then, you know, see the... the process behind the, scenes, behind the scenes, behind the scenes, behind the yeah. scenes a little bit, and it yeah. was it was cute. Yeah, there
4: was somebody cool. else that was in there that was like, "Oh, can we take a picture together?" You know, and I was oh, sh- I was right just on. over here in the corner like, "Hi, I'm just here to pick up some inserts." Yeah, <laughs> you know? I-, I need
0: to make that order. I- I've been rocking the super feet, and my arch is insane. It's not enough. I need to I need to just order that and get because you can get multiple, uh, I need it for all my shoes. My and skates, the, I'm I thinking think I need it for my hockey absolutely. skates. Absolutely, and
4: I think they mm. keep, like, your mold, like, on file. And the first thing Kevin even said, he was like, God, I'm trying to figure out a way to, like, get those in the shop, you know?
0: Oh, and yeah, he, like, should have the mold? he should just have those, because the, the they send molds, you the box with the mold, right? You
4: should just have blank molds in there. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm, I met Caleb, like, I might be able to, like, make an intro or, or something, you know? And he said he'd reached out a few times and hadn't got a response, but...
0: Yeah. Well, sometimes you're starting off small business, you and your mom or whoever, it's like, it's tough to... I'm sure he's getting orders from all over the place. Oh too. my gosh,
2: I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure it's probably hard to fill. It's like that's what the just not is right it, now. it's just
4: wasn't what I anticipated. You think like sheet feet. You think like you know operation factory warehouse yeah. type Be oh yeah, no, going. And it's yet. just him in there. You know, he yeah. and his mom and a few other people. Well, that's people. cool.
0: That's awesome. The coolest.
4: Yeah, yeah. and that's that's how those because you cool cool call and it's start. like he's going to
0: answer the phone. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Or his It mom. was
4: it was so funny and there was bad reception where I was trying to talk to him. So I was like looks like an iPhone. It's like, fuck it. FaceTime. <laughs>
0: oh, you hit him with the FaceTime. Damn.
4: <laughs> like,
0: He's I like, who I the was, hell is I
4: was like looking away? I'm like, Caleb, are you decent? You know, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but I was like, sorry, I had to call you over Wi-Fi, And I could have just done like the audio, I guess. But I'm like, it was pretty oh, funny. funny. <laughs> and he answered. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like somebody
2: FaceTimes you. It's like, well, well,
4: <laughs> well, I guess they know me. I guess I'll answer. What am I, yeah. what am I about to see? Yeah. <laughs> are the balls of their feet hurt? Or just their balls?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about sleeping bag <sighs> That is
2: so brutal mm. How
0: many do you have um, I feel like a man needs Or a woman needs three
2: How many I've, does a woman need <laughs> I've, got a, I've,
4: I've, I've got a warm one I've, I've got a you're warm one You're not rocking that in
0: July know? though On the boat or on Kenai
4: No no. and I like I've just got like an old Busted you know like,
0: Oh so you're in the market What's happening?
4: Like, <laughs> you, you, you guys trying to find somebody with a double, and
0: it's like,
4: who wants to share? Who wants to share a bag?
0: We found the triple. Kyle with ruffle bag. We're have you seen Kyle use? Sellers' sleeping bag? <laughs> all three of us and Kyle get in there. Yeah, we have probably for sure.
2: You just go down in the bottom part. <laughs> That's so funny. Hey, what's going on up there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i need the,
4: to breathe jesus bring <laughs> moose
2: too, to moose yeah. fit in there <laughs> some smoked trout or
4: <laughs> yeah i've just like for summertime bags like i've gone to go do that uh a clear creek trip a few mm-hmm. times mm-hmm. and it's like that one is warm like when we go it'd be like july or something and clear is that talk heat now yeah mm-hmm.
0: it's almost like you're just like that. a sheet like a sheet sleeping bag.
4: Like, you don't even almost need one. You just need a pad, you yeah. know? Like but I feel like you I got to have something,
0: like, on me. Like, I know.
4: I like to, like... Um, yeah. To they vary. need to make, like, yeah. the
0: super, super thin one. Yeah, the like, sheet, just a blanket. The sheet and the I think freak.
4: Stone Glacier. I just had a buddy tell no, me. Like, Stone Glacier blankets. just made, like, a blanket that... Oh, like a quilty one?
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Kafara but that's for one cold. Too. But you can just wear it, like, for a blanket, too, and then...
2: Yeah. I, I honestly think you just find a really good 20 bag that's, like... If it's warm, you just sleep with one leg out sure. and just cool off. And then when you actually need it more like on that, where it was a nice warm day and it got chilly for say three hours yeah. in the evening, it's nice to have yeah. like that just in case, like I think there's a good balance there. What this would-
4: last one I had was, it's a mountain hardware. It's like a zero degree. Mm. Uh, and it was just like, I like to sleep in... Puffy pants, and then I'll just leave the bag open and use that as like a blanket. Okay. And it's like, I'd rather be able to control my temperature that way because it's like, once you get cold, it's just not. It's, it's hard not, to warm up. It's hard to warm up. You don't sleep good, and that just messes with everything.
2: Oh,
0: it's so hard to warm your feet.
2: Your yeah, feet. do you feel like you'd rather cool than try to warm? Yeah. Like in a sunny bag? 100%. Yeah. It's like, it's
4: yeah. easy to just zip it open further than like. Sitting there shaking. Yeah, yeah, or
2: trying to, like, uh, yeah. bundle up and layer to get warm.
4: Luckily, with Kodiak, we'll be in a cabin. I won't be. Yeah, oh, that's, that's nice. right. You mentioned Shivering. that. That's nice.
2: Yeah, that's like, nice. if
4: anything, like, yeah, we'll suffer. You got to go by the scenery
0: are you guys going to go to the time? I'm
4: so excited. Okay. Go see Gideon. I mean, there. I I remember like back in May when we were at the sheep show, you know, and Jack was like, oh, I got to go. I got to go to Co-, like some top secret. I was like, ooh, I know what yeah, that
0: is. Yeah, it's popping. It's nice over there. Yeah,
4: it looks great. I follow him on Instagram. Looks super cool. Like, yeah. it looks like it's thriving. So that's
0: awesome. You probably I'm know Gideon from back in the for. day. Was he an Gideon English? was back in the borderline days. Like, oh, really? Yeah, big Sounds time familiar. snowboarder, surfer. When you see him over there, you'll know. Cool. You'll know. Yeah.
4: So Jack's popping back and forth
0: or? Uh I think Gideon's yeah, he's there. Gideon's running, it, oh, running cool. it. Him him and his girl over there doing it. He's um they got it popping. They got all kind of events
1: going on. Yeah, I on.
4: saw it like we get in Friday and it's like they're doing all these outdoor like Halloween days oh, like, oh, or oh, something. Oh, that's when
1: oh yeah, perfect. Yeah.
4: Yeah, so what's today? Tuesday? Yeah, we get in Friday afternoon.
0: Oh, right on. How's the weather looking?
4: I try not to look anymore.
0: Yeah, don't you're going anywhere. I
4: mean I looked I looked like a few days ago and it was like sun for like five days. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. And then I looked the other day and it was like, wind, rain, snow, sleet. So <laughs> I'm like, fuck. Oh.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's not even worth looking until you leave the day. No,
4: I just then, like, I that, just want to make sure even get out of Kodiak. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I just want to make sure, like I'll get stuck over there any day. Just let me get there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's yeah. like, we're, we're getting to Kodiak Friday, staying the night and then flying over the next morning over to Larson Bay.
0: Whew. Stoke, you bringing the camera? Oh, she's bringing all her stuff. You guys gonna make a video?
4: I think she's gonna film.
0: Yeah. Yep. You and should
4: then, and I'll like snap some things here and there. And
0: well, tell her we need her on. I know I had communicated with her like when we first started. Cool. Um, and you know she does. She lives in Oregon. S- Oregon, but she's in Sikola, I want to say. Yeah,
4: her husband is in the Coast Guard, and so yeah. it's like she comes up here and hunts with him. Like on, I think he's getting ready to retire those. Yeah, uh, soon.
0: Is she still doing her pod? Didn't mm-hmm. she? Ever? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I
4: think she might actually be bringing her stuff. I'm not. Oh, okay. I'm not sure.
0: In the field pod. Mm-hmm.
4: In the field. Yeah, pod
0: okay. Have you um, slept in the teepee yet?
4: No. Trying to. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Alexia. <laughs> <laughs> you, you'll be
2: there too. <laughs> no, think I he think he was she. more or less saying you should get one.
0: got <laughs> it, got hey, it. You hey, hey, hey. should get a TP. Uh, the show's it over. <laughs> and
2: uh, that's it. <laughs> well, it. Well, you were talking, we talked uh, <laughs> about your sheep hunt. And obviously, you, you pack tents, you have to like experience that whole thing. Yeah. Like, I wanted to ask, like, kind of in a nutshell, how was that sheep hunting experience? As you obviously you're preparing for your Kodiak hunt, a little different cabins. Sure. Obviously, potential. If you guys went maybe too far away from camp, you could be spending the night. If you guys were doing something like that, but this was like a totally different.
4: Yeah, sheep experience. Like you did the full hunt,
2: ten days, right? Sheep hunt. We were out for two weeks. Yeah. See, that's why I wanted to ask you because that's a really, really long time. <laughs> Like seven to 10 days is a long time, but so that, that, that's like 12 nights in a
1: tent.
4: Well, this, this was different for me. It's like my little experience of mountain hunting was like, okay, you go somewhere, you hike in or you get dropped off and like, that's where you are Mm. for 10 days. You know, my longest was 16 days out um but when uh zach and i went out it was like okay well we're gonna be road hunting we're not getting dropped anywhere Mm -hmm. um and that affords you i guess some opportunities to be more mobile and move around if you don't see anything so the best way i can kind of like describe what we did was like power hunting power road hunting i would Mm -hmm. guess um something i've never really done before but it was like He was familiar with some spots and, um, you know, had some history with uh, some different sheep, seen them before and whatnot. And it was like, we'd get to an area, we'd glass um, and then like make a beeline in whether that, like we move spots probably like four or five times in the span of two weeks. Okay. Like sometimes drove six hours to a new spot. Sometimes, you know, drove two hours to another spot. Um, But we would get there, pack, like, okay, we're going to pack for three or four nights or five nights, and, like, we would hike in sometimes five miles, sometimes 15 miles, uh, stay, like, a day, like, glass, and, like, hike hard, like, in, like, that area, and if we didn't see anything... Then we pulled would, out of there, that <laughs> hike and move somewhere else, which is like has worked for him in the past. So I can't I can't fault him on that, and he's been quite successful. Yeah, um, that was just a new, very new experience. Yeah, and you <laughs> ran into
2: <laughs> a successful hunter during the hunt, right?
4: Yep, we did, and we helped him meet some of his backstrap, which was cool. Oh, <laughs> <shit>. Yeah, <laughs> like look, yeah, yeah, Like, yeah, I'll just go ahead and eat another chunk of that. I, sure, I, I wonder if that up.
0: strategy. That's like a uh, uh, lower forty-eight kind of strategy
4: that'd be a good question to ask him yeah i'm yeah. not
0: because that's not how sure. we met zach yeah um On cause the because he, <laughs> he was doing the same kind of deal like he had already gone up this valley and he was gonna go up where we had gone up and and it just seems to me like that's that um western style because you have so much access to different entry points and, and ranges and valleys and stuff like that where you could go in and check it out and then come out to your truck and go to the next spot yeah Whereas here it's like we've decided we're going here and we're going deep
4: right well yeah, yeah whether whether you do that by foot or whether you decide you're gonna get dropped somewhere yeah. and then you still see other people you know like that's kind of like yeah. how how it is and you know i'm I'm grateful that he let me like tag along with him otherwise you know I was I was maybe gonna go with Chad but he ended up going with somebody else um yeah I was just grateful to get out you know it's a uh, all a learning experience every time you especially go and, going
0: with new people and I'm sure um when you go on this trip you're gonna learn a bunch of stuff it's all learning you know just what other people what how, what their gear they have and and how they approach it and for sure you know
4: and the spe- especially the fact that like none of us have ever have ever hunted Kodiak before like that's gonna be
0: I prefer that yeah. I would like because when we did the Brooks like we went we didn't we never been us three were just our first time. Like, let's just go in there and see. And then you learn so much, which I'm sure you will. Like the first time time. we went to a certain point and with that, we're so deep. We're so deep. (laughs) And then we're looking and like, ah, next (laughs) time we come out, we got to go to the next valley. But man, that third one is the one we want to get to. And by the third year, we're like in the fourth valley. Like, oh man, we should be going to the sixth valley. You know, it's just, it just progresses into, um, figuring out what your limits are and your, and your group's limits are. Sure. And then like, how can you push it? further the next time
2: how deep is deep yeah because like your first year deep and your fourth year deep are like vastly different
4: yeah scratching
2: the surface yeah Yeah. and you're yeah and you're like man we went through so much shit man we did like 37 miles the next year we did 90 yeah (laughs) right whoa
1: you can go way further than we thought that first time and yeah
2: all that
0: (laughs) we did do 90 man that's insane
2: well you meant you mentioned two weeks man that's like a lot of hunting it was. I mean, so there was a couple nights sleeping at the truck, too, maybe in between? Yeah, a couple nights in the truck, a couple nights. A fire like, here and there and stuff like that? Uh, yeah. Oh, cool. Um, And then, you know. Well, that's a cool around, experience, man. I mean, versus Around, like, just
4: week or a day, like, seven and eight, like, we went on a long drive and completely switched locations and got, like, the reprieve of, like, a quick shower mm. and oh, some laundry oh, yeah. real quick and a meal. Yeah. yeah. You know? That's um, not
0: just a full reset.
4: Yeah. So that was, so yeah, that, that was cool. Yeah. Um, and it, it really did kind of fly by. It's like, oh, you know, but it's like, running and gunning the whole time. Yeah. But it's like, we left on a Sunday and I came home two Sundays later and it's just like, God, that was two weeks. We were out chasing. Yeah. Uh, so, awesome. it was, so it was cool. We saw lots of stuff, you know, saw lots of bears, lots of caribou, you know, handfuls of sheep. Um, so yeah, it was, it was cool. Still super, right, super, yeah. super grateful. Experience. And then, you know, that's when, um, I got invited to go the fall, like two weeks later with Courtney and her husband and then Zach again on what was going to be Hershey punt turned like caribou slash bear slash essentially opportunity. Like everybody had tags for everything. Oh, that's the best. Yep. And it was like, we are ready to just like crush it all. And we were out for seven days and saw some things, but couldn't, couldn't make it happen. And that's just, you know, built some of these relationships and it's like i met um derek through zach and derek was the one that was like hey want to come you know shoot a goat like you let me and my girlfriend stay at your house like i'm gonna return yeah. the favor and i'm like
0: that's what it's about
4: absolutely." and that was that was one where i was like can't say no hold on let me get these trades tra- 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 figured <laughs> yeah. out like i'm like <laughs> when are we going and he was like oh he was like oh on, <laughs> s- like, oh, on <laughs> saturday i'm like the is trade it, what is today and he's yeah. like thursday <laughs> i was like fuck like it yeah. was, this, it was a scramble and kind of. Well, and you thought you weren't gonna go logistical, and like I and missed, then, the, I missed the first window,
2: right? He's like, they, goats down. they goats got down. successful.
4: I was getting these messages like, go down. Oh, make that too. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Uh, so then, yeah, I was like, bags packed like already like making moves i was like okay if i can get my shift tomorrow covered like can we go out and that's when i looked at the forecast and it was like 10 and 2 sunny like the first sunny day that valdez had seen i was like if i don't go like this is where i'll slip my wrist yeah (laughs) for for sure (laughs) uh and like i was packing my bags like (laughs) simultaneously like making text phone calls like can you work for me tomorrow like knowing that i was gonna get it covered and essentially i was like sitting in my truck with it in reverse, like waiting for a response from somebody and as soon as he was like, Yep, gotcha, it was like
0: screw I'm out.
4: And I was on the road. Like awesome. (laughs) Yeah. made it happen and it was it was so cool.
0: Uh what do you like to do as far as um food wise? Like when you go on some extended trips. Cool. Um like where you at now as like you've really getting going now. Yeah. Um and you know, as we've done stuff and we've just you try different things and you're like, what's working for me? You know what I'm saying? So I'm just curious, like where you're at, where you were at maybe and where you're at now, what you're thinking for coming up.
4: Um, Like I, I love making my own like breakfast concoctions. Like I'll buy one or two of like a mountain house or something of like the granola ones, Mm -hmm. but then I'll make um, like, depending on how many days I'm out, like six or seven, And a Ziploc bag, all my favorite things. And then I'll just use the one bag that I use from like a mountain house. And then I, after I eat that one, pour that in and make it hot
1: the next day. So, uh,
4: yeah, just a bunch of little Ziplocs of like, I put in there like flax, granola, sometimes, um, like collagen, like a protein powder, like freeze dried blueberries or whatever. Like all the things that like I love. Yeah. Um, and have all my own breakfast. That's essentially what I'm doing for Kodiak because uh, it's like we're bringing our own food. Like I'm uh, food food prepping this week and I make like salmon chowder, cornbread, you know, and like back seal it, like freeze, freeze, yeah. freeze it.
0: Cornbread's uh, a great idea. Mm-hmm. You
4: ain't going to cook bacon and eggs? Not going to bacon. I might bring some like bear bacon that I have from... Not
2: bringing the greasy Coleman grill and the propane and the cast iron.
4: Don't have to. It's like there's. At What's these, set up over there? At these, ca- it's like yeah. There's like yeah. a community.
2: I'm just thinking kinda. cabin. It's like bacon, eggs, and pancakes. Yeah. Yep. Backstrap.
4: I'm kind of. We're kind of like <laughs> wait at, at this point too. It's like we're bringing yeah, like a, a tote full of like food for us, and then hopefully it'll be back with meat on the way back. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: Good strategy.
4: Um, you know I, I like freeze drying. Um, or like making my own little treats, you know, to bring back there. But it's, like, some people just crush candy, you know. It's, like, everybody's got, like, what what, thing. what they're into.
0: You're speaking uh, his language here. Speaking yeah, is, language. is that, is that kind
2: of how you, you gals went about, like, the process, too, as far as, like, hey, like, we'll have these staples, but then you bring your own treats that you want. Oh, like.
4: uh, I think so. So, because Courtney's coming up from out of state, and she's – I think she's in the process of moving from one house to another. She's just relying on like already her meals that she's got easy peasy. And then Kristen and I are doing some food prep um, of meals that we're going to share with some other people that are going to be at the cabin. And she's going to make like a monster lasagna, I think. Oh, Okay. Uh, And then just, yeah. Cram as much like my one like favorite treat, whether like mountain hunting or whatever, love cinnamon whiskey. Ooh. I know you guys were talking about, like, nightcaps and cocktails, like, yeah. a few mm. pods back, and it's, like, that is, like, my go-to. Like, cinnamon whiskey and hot chocolate is, like, oh. coming back. Ooh, I've after. never
0: done the hot chocolate.
2: That's, like your, little, that's like, your little treat mm. before bed. Oh, my gosh. That'll that's put that's me, her sessie? The yeah, sessie. That'll put me <laughs> to sussy. sleep in a second. Yeah. What okay, we would wow, do is
0: <laughs> is uh, every guy would bring get their own, tea, like, favorite tea or their powder or chocolate or whatever, and we would make a sessie what would we call it a cesspool, a cesspool of everyone's stuff <laughs> and so we would just yeah. be like oh we're sessi gonna have makes of the- it sound cute like yeah.
2: cesspools like yeah. oh. no, well sometimes it As soon is he's like making that cesspool we're just like Whoa. isn't
4: that like when at the bartender at the bar like when they grab the bar mat and like throw yeah everything? yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, I forget exactly. what oh, that's fucking gross <laughs>
0: that's probably but the cesspool so station. good and so hot and you're just like oh man it's but literally
4: anything tastes good yeah like when you're in the backcountry
2: like yeah.
0: After yeah. a
4: long day of just a grind, it's like, you could throw any treat in front of me and be like, oh my God, that tastes like gold. Yeah.
2: Well, going to bed with a, like a belly full of something warm mm. is like just yeah a comfort and it's just like, you, you know, your belly's full, you go into a bag, it just like radiates. It just.
0: Yeah. What's uh core, What's core your heat? favorite? What's your, f- if you had to have one oh, freeze dried meal, Ooh. what would it be? Your favorite.
2: Mm. I got mine. Yeah, I'm thinking the stroganoff. Really? Peak? Yeah, peak strogi.
0: Peak I, strogi. If I just
2: was stuck with one, it's the strogi and some hot sauce. Okay. Yeah. I strogi somebody. and some hot I sauce. I think I'll I'm on getting.
4: that pad thai.
0: Ooh. Oh, the backpackers one? <laughs> Girl, that, that's a heavy dude, that It is <laughs> tell me, me. You don't eat that whole <laughs> thing. Oh, the hell no. That's, that's <laughs> like a that. Thing. Yeah, that is heavy. That's that's that is one. probably the heaviest meal.
2: I. every time I've ever eaten that, I'm passing it to somebody to finish. Or like, here, have bites of this. Like, yeah, it's yeah. all. Yeah, like can't, can't. That is that. A good.
0: The other heavy one is the biscuits and gravy with <sighs> peak one. The morning one did. I had a good thing I saved it on the rain day. There was no way I could hike with that. Oh my God. You're out out in your gut. (laughs) uh, Okay. (laughs) It was climbing up 4,000 feet. (laughs) It's coming out one (laughs) under the other. Yeah. Yeah. Just
2: a lead weight in your stomach.
0: (laughs) I think mine is that um, peak, uh, the sweet pork. Oh yeah Ooh, that's that a good, good one. That's sweet pork. You
2: bring I was tart- say do you
1: bring that, like tortillas.
4: Mm. I know a lot of people do that like bring torts I have, and like wrap I, them in that. I, I do non bread yeah, now. It cuz it's a little it
0: bit naan. thicker and it doesn't get broken. Yeah. And it could stay good for a long time. And there's oh, now there's like flavored uses ones. Too. Flavored there's non? like yeah, now huh. there's like greek flavored or like turmeric or different flavored ones that cool. I found which are really good cuz they just stay good and they're hearty. You know what I mean? Cuz I've done I've done the bagels, I've I've done the tortillas. Um, because you need that kind of like car. I'm a big rice guy. You know, from South America, like <laughs> I actually would love to bring rice. That's actually a really good idea. So anytime I do like, a uh, um, instant. I do when yeah. I do like uh, any other hunt, whether if it's not a mountain hunt, a backpack hunt, I always have rice. Cool. I always do rice. Got to have it. Oh, definitely. I just feel full with rice.
2: Yeah, I wanted that sweet and sour pork idea too, but I think that would just get burnt out. Yeah. I mean, anything gets burned out. Because I would, I like, I thought the chili mac and beef was the number one. <laughs> Isn't that everybody's favorite at first?
0: No uh, that. Or maybe you're That's just you, B. Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, <laughs> that's just me. Well, I thought. Okay, let me let me like tell you. If it, it tasted the original Mountain House, it tasted like authentic. Like it didn't f- taste so freeze driedy. Like yeah, oh, you when you okay. like mix up fake, your
4: brands and mix up like which ones, like it makes them all seem a little
2: new. Yeah. yeah, I just th- I know they're like original chili mac and beef from Mountain House. It's classic. Like it tasted like if you made it, it or close yeah. to it. The other ones were just always kind of like, oh, man, it's like it's trying to uh, You know to what? Work.
0: I'll give you a shout-out on that strogy because I had strogey it for the dude. first time. I have a white cream phobia for everyone listening. I can't do mayonnaise or like How alfredo sauce or man- any kind of like white. I don't know, man. I just sour sour pasta cream? sauce. No, that's if it's white. I sour can't. cream. Nope. No, I can't. It's just. How about I was creme fresh, bro? No. Oh no, come no. on. I was ruined. What about that crema? No, I can't. Is that I the same can't. thing? Yeah. Is it exactly. that like white? Like it's really like the milky, sp- like, like, like Mexican like it's good. Sour it's, cream. Yeah, it's it's sour, cream. sour cream. So good, yeah. dude. I know. It Dang. looks good. You know it what looks really looks good to me managed, is that, like, when dude. people eat, like, uh, cottage cheese with, like, fruit and stuff in, I was like, oh, that looks so good, but yet it's so gross.
1: <laughs> it's I don't know, too, man. man. <laughs> I was
0: forced to eat this stuff when I was a kindergartner, and, and, like, that's what it was. I went to this private school, and every day it was, like, white bread, bologna sandwich, and, like, a shit ton of mayo. And I hated <laughs> mayo, and I had to eat it every single day for like two years it's like prison yeah yeah private school <laughs> and uh <laughs> and it just ruined me i think that's what it was like i attested to that like i can't and i deal with you condiments all the time in my business and i just oh man it just you don't serve uh. them but out. but i went over and i did because like that's you like said problem. everything is delicious when you're out there and been struggling and you've yeah. been just like depleting your body i had that strogy,
2: shmani it was a life-changing yeah. experience
0: it was really 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 really. but with the hot sauce that's well a good what about the
2: mayo with the tuna on the non okay bread. so
0: that okay i can what? do that once a year yeah, only that sounds
2: like prison food
0: only when i'm sheep hunting <laughs> can i do is, tuna but. fish with a non bread and i bring one packet of mayo <laughs> oh, i do God. i do and it is so good I've
1: it's watched so you do good it. yeah
0: my students like, a fucking hypocrite <laughs>
4: somebody get this
1: on camera i'm like I, this guy right now
2: man just all this like what are you doing how do you like it here but not on a hot dog like it, so just, funny. it just makes no sense to me i see you i see you man yeah. he likes a lettuce wedge that's mayo
0: based dressing uh blue cheese it's not my number one
2: i i no, mean you yeah. you will i them. guess
0: i'm trying to like expand it but they got me in kindergarten man they got me
2: I don't know why people shit.
0: <laughs> Thanks for saying it. I can't say that. I I, I'm saying it.
2: I'm, I'm saying it because it's just like that's what. Because we're white. <laughs> yeah. So <they're> yeah. White, <laughs> <But> <laughs> He's it's not. Well, baloney, and just like the whole. It's such an American processed. Yeah. Thing that, and like
0: then I'm coming from like a family that's years. eating like crazy, like Hispanic food every day, and then every day for authentic, lunch. yeah. I have to have like this nasty thing. I'm like, ah. Oh. Just ruined me. Iced tea, too. I used to, have, used to make I me drink iced tea. I cannot stand iced tea, either, because of that. Just ruined you? Ruin me. Just ruined ruin your me. palate? Uh, Emily, what? Um, so you got the Kodiak trip coming up. And uh, what else have you been able to not say no to coming up?
4: Oh, my gosh. Um, well, yeah, Kodiak was one big one looking forward to. And then... Um,
0: Texas? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, I want to look that up.
4: Got yeah. Got invited for an odd ad hunt end of January in Texas. Uh, I haven't said yes. Haven't said no. But it's definitely like I know (laughs) you're looking at me
2: sideways right now. I'm like, well, based on your FOMO trends of behavior i know uh it sounds so like the only to get other, invited and not other, go it'll just, eat you up inside it and will. Then you're gonna have to go so
4: the only other things i have to consider my brother's 40th birthday is in january and i think we're gonna do like a whistler ski trip or something somewhere so it's just a
2: matter of Swinging all that.
4: calendaring everything appropriately, which I'm
2: usually good hit, at working out. Hit the trade phone, hit that yeah. trade phone. Says a yeah. little orange the, blinking yeah. light.
4: <laughs> yep, but it's so funny because every station, like, <laughs> right. Oh, what is this? Oh, quick, Tom. To do? Station nine needs a trade. <laughs> Somebody get on it quick and like mine go quick. You just know, flyers, it's station just, nine. Oh, they want to go there. Absolutely. Oh. So You're that's hot that's why when I couldn't get the, the first trade for that Goan, I was like, "There's no way." like nobody's not taking this trade right now and I couldn't go cuz nobody like picked it up. Yeah. Uh but then yeah, when I tried for the second shot it worked out. Um yeah, so that that one would be end of January. Um I don't necessarily have any other crazy trip. I feel like, you know, the year's kind of like winding down. Uh actually uh John Sturgeon's son and daughter-in-law, my best friend, they're probably going to go with him over to Nashville in February for, like, a Safari Club oh, international yeah. deal. And I was like, she's like, do you want to go? I was like, yep. <laughs> 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 she's like, do you want need to know what? Nope.
0: Nope. Just count me in.
4: Um, So that's February. And then it's like, God, then we're already almost, like, in spring, you know? Then you're straight planning to on the our- to the and to it. And it starts, yeah, meet parties, spring bear, and it all kind of starts over. It's like just am creating my own you know annual things and it was cool i met up with john um maybe like a month or so ago or probably two months and i was like john i want to get involved like a little bit more not even really knowing like what that fully meant mm-hmm. um but so we had a great lunch swapped some stories swapped photos you know and then uh, just a few weeks ago, I ended up getting a phone call from somebody at Safari Club that lives in Eagle River. And she's like inviting me to all these things, you know, um, Co- come to this Christmas party. Oh, we're going to meet at this brewery and just like have a get together. I'm like, this is awesome. You know, yeah. yeah and no it's, it's just, it's like you just got to, and I said this to you on the phone, it's kind of like dating. Like you got to put yourself mm-hmm. out there a little mm-hmm. bit and find like yep. groups that click and don't click and some are going to work and some aren't. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I just kind of had to like tell John that like, Hey, this is something like I'm into and like, I don't know what that fully means, but I know I want to be involved a little bit more. And, um, so it's, it's, you know, she was like, well, it was great. We talked on the phone for probably like an hour, just swap some stories. and uh, she's like, well, let me know if you ever have, like, a girl, another girl's hunt, you know? And I'm like, well, fuck. Like, I'm barely putting this one together, you know? Yeah. It's, like, it's cool that, like, I mean, oh, yeah. I know you knew that I was going, Brandon, mm-hmm. and you reached out and were like, hey. um, And I it just felt, like, pretty cool. Like, you know, like, you get, like, a circle or, you know, some connections made and then things get reciprocated, like, with Courtney, you know? It's like, now she's coming. And I feel like I'm learning, like, that that's kind of how It all works. Yeah. And it's pretty cool. And, like, kudos to John. Obviously, he's, like, I didn't even know he was giving my number to people. You know what I mean? I get this text. She's, like, hey, my name's Ruth. You know, I'm with Safari Club. And, you know, John gave me your number. And I'm, like, awesome. What's up? You know? Yeah. What does this mean? You know?
2: I, I wanted this phone call.
4: Yeah. And so, you know, like. There's like a Christmas party at the Marriott, whatever, in December, and I'm like, cool, like that sounds fun. I like to party, <laughs> you know. It. I can yeah. that. Work. Check my calendar. Oh, look, wide open.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Count me in. Yeah, so it's
4: it's been pretty cool. I'm kind of just like figuring out like the things that I want to do and like trying to figure out how to make them happen, you know, yeah. by like surrounding myself with the right people. Yeah, I that.
2: mean, take advantage of your like unique circumstance and like the time like man if anybody can do it it's it's you and like i'm envious (laughs) like i'm envious that you can have the time because it's like if you're just working or grinding a day job and you're kind of doing this thing you're so limited to those to the access and opportunities for that stuff yeah yeah so it's just like it is invigorating to hear from somebody that's doing it and like I mean, and you're passionate about it, you love it, and it's growing, right?
4: Yeah, and I'm like, it'll be cool to get over there this time. And it's like, yeah, I do want to create, like, my own type of, like, annual thing. It's like, yeah, I don't have 54 years in, like John does, but it's like, you got to start somewhere, you know? It's never never too late to
2: start, or, or like, is there yeah so that.
4: cool like we get to go over there next year or whoever you know it's like yep. i want to i want to start like a, a thing that it's like okay every year i know this is what's happening like sure yeah. this week of the year it's blocked you yeah, know it's your own
2: traditions and things that you create yeah, yeah. and it can happen and, anytime. and it's but it's like it's
4: hard to get that that foot in you know so whether yeah. it's like you don't get that foot in or maybe you do but like you also gotta like take the responsibility to make your own yeah foot in so that's
0: right that's right
2: Take the step.
0: That's yeah. right. Well, Emily, we appreciate you coming in and chatting with us and, and just your excitement and passion <laughs> that you're just, it's just like coming out of your pores. <laughs> um, it's intoxicating. I hope that uh, other other women and and, and men are excited. Um, just hearing you talk about your, your like almost like a newfound passion and still learning. Um So I appreciate you coming in and being open and honest with us about that. And uh, I wish you a lot of luck on on the things that you got coming up. And uh, hopefully one day we can go on a trip. Oh, my God. um, That would be so cool. Yeah.
4: Like, because we don't know. I mean, we know each other in so many different capacities. But, like, hunting, like, isn't necessarily one of them. So it'd it'd be super cool. And that's what I think about Chad, too. It's like when he was talking about, oh, like, going on a sheep hunt together. I'm like, well, you know. I know we know each other, but like, we don't know each other in that, like, you know, th- that means, and he's like, yeah, but I know you're a tough ass bitch, you know, <laughs> or like something along those lines. I'm like, well, you got that right.
2: You know? So it's like, yeah. I'm
4: not worried about it. I'm like, okay, me neither. <laughs> yeah. You know? it's so great. It'd be you cool.
2: confidence in you, right? Yeah. Well, and I felt like a really cool connection when we did the, when we did the banquet, <laughs> this year together, and of course it, we partied and had a great time. Like, yeah, it was a fun night. But uh, Alexia felt, wants to come this time. She said I felt like oh God. I know. Well, I mean, there was a time yeah. where wifeies came, and it was like eh, I'm not really into that. I was like, all right, cool. At least you tried it out. Yeah. And if it's not next. for you, I mean, we're gonna go. <laughs> not yeah. Next, and then last year was like, <laughs> I think the banquet was kind of a side note. Maybe <laughs> we <laughs> crashed. it. We the, crushed uh, I mean, it. We won the hell out of some shit rifles and scopes and boots uh but i I, what i I guess what i'm getting at is like like just the the health and like camaraderie of that like collective group and like what we're all passionate about what we want to do like that's that's exactly what you're doing just you do those things and you make those connections and then just it just keeps on like spreading Yeah. yeah you know what i mean it just like keeps spawning out and it's like, it's a great feeling, man. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, you can just do your thing and like, I just do this and I kind of loan her or maybe I have my like group and we just do our moose hunt every year. But like, it is pretty fun to get yourself out there and open up opportunities, even though if you may not go and do them or maybe not, not able to do it, but like to at least put yourself out there and find out if there's other opportunities and really cool f- you people. Gotta, yeah. You got to, you got to fuck around and find out. You yep. do, man. Yep. Like, you, got
0: <laughs> you got to fuck around and find out. That's right.
2: Badass. And yeah, thanks for coming in, Emily. Appreciate it. This was a lot of fun. Super fun. Yeah.
0: Um, you guys can support the podcast by going to patreon.com slash Alaska wall project. You can go to Alaska wall project.com. Um, and buy a shirt, a shirt or a hoodie, or if you're in town in Anchorage, go ahead and stop by Barney's. Um, that is also supporting us. Leave him a message, leave us a review. um, reach out man we appreciate the people email in on anything they hear anything that maybe uh, we got wrong or something um we we love all those messages um any final thing yeah
2: give us the feedback and uh yeah the merch uh merchandise is stocked yep yeah alaska wild project buy
0: something help us out so we keep the pod going yep we appreciate you alaska thank you emily uh alaska stay wild
3: you remember my speaking to you of what I call your overcautiousness. Are you not overcautious when you assume that you cannot do what the enemy is constantly doing?
0: The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors
3: Barney Sports Chalet,
2: supplying hunters with the best hand selected gear since 1963, the exclusive home of frontier gear built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West
0: Northern Lights. Arbor Digital, the forefront of digital assets, cryptocurrencies, and wealth management. Providing a low-cost, research-based investment strategy for Alaskans looking to invest their hard-earned money. Visit arborcapital.io today to put your money to work
3: tailored restoration 24-hour emergency home services helping alaskans restore their dreams since 1972 services include fire water mold post-emergency cleaning repair and remodeling give them a call in anchorage eagle river Matsu, or fairbanks hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com
2: Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers, custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience.
3: Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com.
0: TheTreehouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives.
2: The Connoisseur Lounge, Alaska's premier locally owned and operated cannabis retailer, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. Their cultivated products include Snowcapped Romance, Aurora Haze, Superglue, and much more. Find them at theconnoisseurlounge.net.
0: AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full spectrum diamond sauce cards, and more. Ask your local butt tender about A. K-O. Marijuana has intoxicating effects that may be half-performing and addicted. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding.
3: The Bait Shack, located on Ship Creek, upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They are the go-to fishing gear, rental, and guide service on Ship Creek tight lines, and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at TheBaitShackAK.com.
0: Snow Pro AK, your snow and ice management company specializing in business and residential properties. They know what it takes to keep your property presentable and safe. Give them a call for a free estimate at 280-7098 or visit LawnProAK.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th, handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider.
3: Should you not claim to be at least his equal in prowess and act upon the claim? I say try. If we never try, we shall never succeed. This proposition is a simple truth. And it's too important to be lost sight of for a moment. If we cannot beat the enemy where he now is, we never can. It is all easy if our troops march as well as the enemy. And it is unmanly to say they cannot do it.